From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have Smashing Theory here to talk to us about the Wii U and 3DS eShop shutting down and their last episode. Nintendo's three pillars will soon be a single selfie stick. I should get a 3DS again. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 308, your place to hear Nintendo fans mourn about the imminent death of uh, the Wii U and 3DS eShop, which is going to be part of our main topic here, of course. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey uh, Retro 3-Pack Johnson. I'm Jeremy Witchy Watchy Mikowski. I'm John and Dale Rescue Rangers Knitter. I'm Daniel, available until March 2023 Thorison. And I'm Sean. (laughs) (laughs) download him now (laughs) and uh daniel and daniel and sean are here from uh smashing theory it's so awesome to have you guys here again i don't think you've been here since 2020 i think last time we talked to you was when uh xenoblade chronicles definitive edition was released which is still yeah (laughs) which is still very much in uh in the press because xenoblade chronicles 3 has was announced last week and Right. I don't know how you feel, but I'm pretty fucking psyched. I have to I have to find my way through Xenoblade Chronicles 2, even though I already put like 120 hours into that game. I need to like finish it before That's the, the, same before for the Daniel, third one. Actually, I, uh, yeah, uh, it's yep, a long I ass game. Same problem with two. Yeah, I, I put <laughs> Is that the DLC hours that or whatever. Game. No, I mean that's not even with the DLC. That's just the regular Xenoblade Chronicles two uh, story. Yeah, is very yeah. Long. I haven't even touched uh, Torna, Torn the Torna Chronicles. Yeah, no. Torna the Golden Country. The golden there you go. Country, yes. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I don't even have that yet, but I'm gonna have to buy that one and get through it as well. I mean, the you know, I, I played through all of Xenoblade Chronicles one. Like that was my. That was like my number two favorite game of that year, next to Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Oh and, wow, nice! And uh, I did, I did the DLC also. I did the Future Connected and all that. So I've done all of that. And after I did that, I liked it so much that I went back to Xenoblade Chronicles Two, which I had only played for like thirty hours, and I put like another like ninety hours into it. It was actually like my, it was my number two most played game of last year, according to the wow. Nintendo information that they send you. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. it was, it was just behind. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, was <laughs> Monster Monster Hunter Rise had like ninety six hours, and I think uh, okay, Xenoblade Chronicles two had like ninety. So it was my number two played game under that, which is weird because I thought I played it at the end of the year, but I guess I started at the very beginning of twenty twenty one when like nothing else was happening, or you know, and I remember playing it for a really long time, and then you know, and I was thought I was close to the end. I don't know; it's really hard to tell with those games, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I did most of the side missions actually in Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, the first one, just because they were really fun to do and like kind of zone out and throw a podcast on and all that, you know. Sure. But the side missions yeah. in Xenoblade Chronicle Two, Chronicles Two, were 
awful because it has that like <laughs> terrible blade ability gate on a lot of them where like your blades right. have to be like leveled up in a certain mm. way for you to get to their side stories. Oh my God, it killed me so much. That's funny. I kind of had like the opposite experience, not quite opposite, but like I, I played when I played Xenoblade Chronicles, I played it on the original Wii, right? Like that, that was my Xenoblade Chronicles experience. And uh, at least in that game, like side quest tracking is pretty bad. Like basically, uh like if you're not like oh yeah if you like yeah if you get distracted from them and you like go back to like try to remember what side quest you're doing and stuff i remember it being like really obtuse and complicated and like eventually I just have like a spreadsheet open oh yeah that, like <laughs> s- that someone online made to like keep track of all the side quests i was doing oh, um yeah no no i believe that because i played yeah. uh, before i played xenoblade chronicles definitive edition i played it on the 3ds which is like the worst way to play it Ooh, out of all of them oh <laughs> ouch so i played the 3ds one <laughs> and yeah i remember that like because i like doing side quests in games you know like if yeah, they're yeah. not if they're not too stupid but and and they're really, and they're <laughs> yeah. really important in Xenoblade because you get like extra you know you get extra money and and experience and all that stuff from doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can't really beat like some of the harder like bosses in that game without doing a bunch of side quests. Oh yeah, you can't just like um, plow through it because you'll you'll yeah. get stuck pretty early. Yeah. Um. So when I played Xenoblade Chronicles two, it was actually like a like a big like relief when they actually had like some rudimentary like like they had a menu specifically for side quests that helped you track them better and like that was so much nicer that even though some of the individual side quests could be like more frustrating or harder to access i i appreciated knowing what my side quests were oh sure yeah uh, and it was actually it was actually kind of a nicer experience overall yeah the um i i remember the original xenoblade chronicles the wii 3ds version yeah, it's really, it's like, it doesn't really tell you. It's like, go find three of this type of, uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. of, th- of this type of creature. And I'm like, where's that? It's like, I don't know. And, 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 and you hope, <laughs> and you hope to like find it randomly, but most of the time you mm-hmm. don't. But thankfully in the Switch version, there were like dots on the map that would show you like where they are. So oh, that, that's rad. So that's yeah. why, that's no, why they... it made it so much easier for me to do all the subquests because it was kind of like, you can sort of turn your brain off. It's like, oh, well, where are these guys? Oh, they're over there. Okay, cool. I'll go over there and kill them and then come back. And even though there are some things that don't appear until certain times of the day, which is kind of difficult that I had to look up, but mm-hmm. that's only for a few. Like most of them were yeah. pretty easy to find. So They okay. improved uh, the tracking a lot for the Switch version. I played it also originally on the Wii. And I remember the moment I stopped playing because... I was just plowing through and ignoring the side quest because they <laughs> I, they were so obtuse that I didn't have the patience for it. And then Daniel at one point said to me, oh, I was doing a random side quest and I unlocked a new skill tree for one of my characters. So I was like, ah, oh, man, I got to go back and do the side quest now. I don't want to miss out on a skill tree. So I was trying to do the side quest. There's this big zone, the Aerith Sea. This mm. massive zone where there's that. like islands hovering over the water. Oh yeah, I like that place. And I got I hate that place because I got a side <laughs> quest that was like kill three of these birds. They're somewhere in the Earth Sea. Oh, I remember and that. It's, yeah. it's a sea. It's it's a whole like if <laughs> if you said to me like go find three pennies in the Atlantic Ocean, that would be about <laughs> the level of success that I was experiencing. And I got so frustrated because I didn't know if it was like at a particular time of day or sometimes it's during the weather. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, only yes. when it's thunderstorming can yeah. you find a floating nautilus or whatever they're called. And I got so mad that I stopped playing the game <laughs> at wow. that point. Wow. And I, I didn't go back until the Switch version came out. Wow. Uh, so I, yeah, mean, what, I, yeah. I, I definitely improved the, I, I appreciate the quality of life improvements that the Switch version added for sure. 
Yeah, that on top of like, yeah, you're not wearing, knowing where to go. And yeah, I was going to say those birds were like on the islands that were in the sea, but yeah, you would right. have no idea where they were if you oh, were. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you weren't, if you weren't like uh, shown where to go. And I really like, I like when they, when they put stuff on the map and they're like, go here. And then I can kind of just like, <laughs> yes. just zone out and do it. And it's more fun yeah. to me than trying to like learn all of the lore of Xenoblade to know like the, the whatever, <laughs> the mating habits of the Nautilus or whatever, like you were saying, where you have to find them in certain whatever certain weather and certain like, times of day and all that like if if i'm doing side quests in a game my preference is for the challenge to be how do i do this rather than how do i get to the place where i have to do this mm. and so you know i can either absolutely love side quests and want to do all of them or despise them and skip all of them depending on that distinction well um yeah so yeah I was going to say, speaking of, a, I mean, it reminded me of that. There's a game that's on your list, which I definitely want to know what you think about it. But that's kind of what they did with uh, Arceus, where it's like, oh, yeah. it'll show you where the person in the town is that you have to report to. But it won't really <laughs> tell you, like, how to find the stuff that you have to report to them about. You know, that's, and that is that's always that annoying. is exactly like so for Arceus. And I guess I'll talk about it more later, but specifically for the side quests. I've been doing all the side quests where it's like, oh, go catch Pokemon X in zone Y or whatever, and skipping all the ones where it's like, find me this mystery Pokemon that has three antenna and five arms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm not normally a Poke guy. I don't know what I'm doing. I just skip those. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure I'll eventually go back and do them eventually. But, you know, but uh, but not right now. Oh, sure. Well, uh, I mean, that is about the time of the show. Well, I, I was going to actually, let's talk about your show because, uh, you had a, you had a final episode of uh, smashing theory yes. a couple weeks ago. And, uh, I, I think I mentioned it last week just because I wanted to have you, on, have, have you on the show. I mean, I wanted to have oh. you guys on the show way back when, um, Sora came out for smash brothers just <laughs> to do like an, you know, like an end of smash brothers reflection mm -hmm. type thing and all that. And I, I guess the end of smash brothers ultimate led to the end of smashing theory, which I guess, how much that can you is, can you predict on top of that? But right, yeah, that that felt like kind of the perfect time to kind of wrap yeah. things up. We it was, it was we kind were... of it was always our intention, but then Smash just kept going, and so <laughs> yeah. the podcast wound up being like years longer than we anticipated. We thought this was going to be a one year project. We thought yeah. the game was going to come out like it would have like three or four like DLC characters, like the like Smash Four did. And then we'd move on to our next project. <laughs> and then, yeah, they kept they kept doing like they did two full seasons of DLC, and it took three years to come out. <laughs> and uh, and we we just we felt obligated. We we stuck <laughs> with it the whole time. So once once it once it finally ended, that was I that was the the time for us to exit. All all the ideas we had for other projects are like obsolete now. We have to come up with something new to do now that that's over but uh but yeah so when uh when we saw you at the beat kitchen you know that's where we met mm -hmm. live episodes uh, that's right were you in the process of smashing theory like that was pretty that, early right yeah that was before that was before ultimate came out um yeah that, that was yeah. when we were still advertising on reddit before they shut us down <laughs> <No>. <laughs> before some mod was like stop posting about your podcast on reddit <laughs> that they actually like they did that once and then i was then i was like but it's technically relevant and they're like all right fine keep right, going right. but i but like i we saw diminishing returns on that so i just kind of stopped on my own yeah we, we, um, we made never a, felt we made particularly a subreddit welcome. and it never took oh really yeah never really uh i don't really i mean the only time i read I reddit about it. <laughs> the only time i read yeah. reddit stuff is like for trying to figure out like 
you know, a random random quests and games or something when I'm stuck is a lot of times that I read. Sure. I go for if something's not working right, I'm like, all right, well, someone on Reddit's had the same problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I forget right. I was reading some weird thing about on Reddit the other day. Oh, I was reading I was reading about the why the Kazon uh, aliens from Star Trek uh, Voyager are racist. I was, I was reading about that on, <laughs> on Reddit earlier today. Because they're what fucking a great, weird. They're rich fucking source of information. They're right. fucking weird looking, man. No, well, Jess has been watching all of the Voyager episodes recently, uh, so I had never really seen the Kazon before, and they, you know, they got the, they kind of got like the weird hair, and they're kind of like low rent uh, Klingons. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, something going on with their forehead, like some sort of prosthesis, probably. Yeah, they look like Klingons with weird hair, pretty much. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's my random Reddit thing that I was reading earlier. Sure. But that's I guess that's how I would find my way to Reddit if I need to know what the fans really think about a specific alien species in Star Trek. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I, re- I really enjoyed that last that last episode that you did. I mean, I wanted and I'd listened to a couple before like that you've done about directs and stuff like that and uh True. Oh. Both of you have a great uh, have great chemistry on the podcast, and I really enjoy listening listening to you talk back and forth. And you have some really great predictions, also like that that one about the Pokemon game that had like I don't remember what was the name of the two different ones on there. Uh, oh, what was it? Um, Sean, you came up with those. Oh, uh, oh right. Uh, oh, geez. Um, with with Bashira. Yeah, yeah. You came up with, with the legendary, my legendary for a fake Pokemon. Pokemon game. Yeah. Uh, Bashira, like a panther with sizz with a scissor with a scissor tail, tail and <laughs> but, but, yeah, but what were the name? What were the names of the Pokemon? It games was it was, it was two musical terms. It was like Pokemon Nocturne po- po- and Pokemon something else. Po- Pokemon Cadenza and Pokemon Sonata. Yeah, that's there you go. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love wow, that prediction. That's like <laughs> high class Pokemon. That's almost like Castlevania level. Pokemon. Right. That's that's the Pokemon that you play while you're in like a smoking jacket, having a nice yeah. uh, Madeira. <laughs> Yeah. Well, eventually they're going to run out of colors, you know, or or whatever, or, or like, or like a planetary, <laughs> uh, whatever, yeah, to, <laughs> or like planets or, or or gems or whatever, whatever they're using, you know. It's just going to be a Pokemon letters and numbers eventually. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I guess have... they, I mean, they did do X and Y, so there's like the full alphabet yeah. of right. letters that <laughs> right. they could, they could <laughs> use. They could, I, I they could do like... like Z and R or whatever, you know. I feel like the next gen will be like a new like a new set of concepts again, like hmm. uh, like Pokemon Past and Pokemon Future or something mm, like right. that. Right? Oh, that yeah. could be interesting. That would actually make you kind of want to buy both versions because, right? I yeah. mean, we haven't we haven't I'm really still talked. Sad Pokemon yeah. Gun never came out. <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon Gun and Knife, or no? I guess they have Sword and <laughs> Shield. Sword Shield and Knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need like a Pokemon Electric Chair or a Lethal Injection. Oh, like, <laughs> 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 the the really hardcore uh, uh, kill you uh, execution series of Pokemon. Everybody's modeled after serial killers. Like they don't. <laughs> there's not really much variety with the characters, but you know they they're trying out new things. But uh, do you, I mean, is there any like new plans that you want to share about your show, or is that still like um still like a secret and all that stuff yeah, about what the next we're thing still, is? We're still figuring that out. Um, yeah, not much to report yet. Uh, in the in the interim, I've been streaming. Uh, I'm on twitch.tv slash Thorez Z, T H O R E S Z, and I'm streaming like Fridays and Saturdays, more or less. And um, sometimes I'm on there. Yeah, sometimes Sean's on there. Uh, one thing we've been doing is like every other Saturday, Combo Breaker, the Chicago based fighting game tournament, just announced that it was coming back. And every combo breaker, I enter something called the mystery tournament, which is um, you, it's a fighting game tournament where every match, 
is a different fighting game or like a different versus multiplayer game. Uh, and you don't know what games they are in advance. Uh, it's so basically like a mystery bracket might be like my first match is me playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tournament fighters. And then I'm doing the versus mode of Yoshi's cookie in the next match. And then the next match after that, uh, I'm playing like that suits that Sailor Moon fighting game for the Super Nintendo. And then uh, and then after that, I'll be playing original Smash Bros. But I'm but we're blindfolded <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like they it's it's just like it's it's such a weird tournament. And it's some of the most fun I've had, like in a tournament setting. So I enter every year that Combo Breaker exists, which it hasn't for the past couple of years for obvious reasons. Um so what Sean and I have been streaming every other Saturday is uh, I we just fight each other in, in weird fighting games in the hopes that those fighting games will show up in my mystery bracket and I'll learn those fighting games in advance. I like that. Um, what, what's yeah, I mean, what's fun. some of the what's some of the really weird ones that you've done that like people like super obscure that maybe people wouldn't know? What's um, what's some of the weirdest one? One of my favorite games that I played at mystery was uh, this PC game called dong dong. Never die. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a good one. <laughs> Up to you by Bagra. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it was made by like, kind of like, uh, I think, uh, I think a Chinese or Korean like Dojin group. Um, and basically they, they use like kind of like old mortal Kombat games. They, all the, all the characters are like, all the sprites are like pictures of real people that are like kind of mo-capped instead of like moderately well-made character designs. It's like, it's clearly just like five friends, like putting on like dumb clothes. Uh, like one of the characters is just a dude wearing like an inner tube and sunglasses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like, wow. And like, you know, like one of the fighting game characters is just obviously the one girlfriend they had and like <laughs> a nurse outfit, you know, like just, uh, and they came up with a cast of like 20 characters. Uh, one of them is just, is just a 3d sprite of Mario. Uh, and he has a Kuba's moveset. Uh, it's, it's a very janky game Weird. and it's actually like, it's super crazy. Like, uh, like look up like dong dong, never die combos and like super moves online. And it's, it's just an incredibly broken game and it's actually insanely fun. Uh, that's like really a, the great thing about like yeah. bad fighting games is yes. that they, there will be a community of people who plays them really well and who has figured out every way to break them you can imagine. And so you look up these Dong Dong Never Die compilations and it really is just like, yeah, there's there's a picture. <laughs> um, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just like these sort of screen filling combos that can take you from full health to no health. Uh, and it's actually really fun to watch. There's there's a grappler character who has like super moves that are throws, and you can combo into them, which is like a that's like a no no in fighting games. Like Zangief can in Street Fighter can never combo into his throws. Uh, but hey, that can, would make it a little like unfair, right? Right, right yeah. exactly. Uh, but. Dong Dong never die doesn't care what's unfair because they never die. <laughs> Dong Dong never says die. I was uh, I was looking at um <laughs> I was looking at the thing like same as John is doing uh 
and I just found this picture. I love this picture of like the Mario that you were talking about. I don't know if you yeah, can see yeah. it, but he's just standing uh-huh. next to a guy with his hands in his pocket. Like he doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's his thing. He's like the orange Cassidy of the game or something. He doesn't, he doesn't give right, a shit. Yeah. That's for any yeah. wrestling fans who watch this or listen to this. <laughs> gotta play this game now. <laughs> but yeah, our it's... road to mystery streams, like we're basically just playing bad games. We're just yeah. playing. Like we play like three bad games every stream. Some, uh, some of them are some of them, some are of them are decent yeah. yeah but but it's it it is i kind of oscillate between like oh this is kind of legit and like i never want to play this again or be alive <laughs> like it's it's very you know uh or even think of it never <laughs> exactly. never when you say or be alive like to even be alive and think of it once it's like i'd rather be yes. dead yeah yeah <laughs> um but no it's it's uh it's a good time and uh i always I always enjoy watching Daniel progress through the mystery tournament at combo breaker or frosty Faustings or the other kind of local stuff around here. Um, because his, he's very good at uh, what are called fighting game fundamentals, meaning that like, so he does, low, maybe low he kick. doesn't know all the combos, <laughs> like but duck he low can, kick. <laughs> yeah. Like he has instincts for when to block and when to go in and stuff. And so he, he often can really do quite well in a situation where he has to learn a game very quickly on the fly. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that idea. Like, and I like how it could be like anything. It could be something as weird as like Dong Dong Never Die or, or, or sure. whatever, you know? Yeah. And Yoshi's Cookie. We did a, yeah, Yoshi's yeah. Cookie is like not even a fighting game. Like, that's almost yeah. like unfair. Yeah. They, you know, it's like they, they bring, yeah. they bring puzzle games there sometimes. They bring, uh, sometimes it's split screen first person shooters. Sometimes it's, uh, one year the grand finals was a like was a physical board game (laughs) somebody just had a camera the final game is go (laughs) uh it was break it was break the ice that was that was the grand finals one year the the board game break the ice but the little sticks or the little cubes. yeah Uh yeah yeah yeah. it's actually kind of fun yeah that's a i kind of want to be in this tournament when does this happen (laughs) Uh, memorial day weekend oh wow yeah that's around it's a great time it's such a great event it's it's like a con for fighting game nerds we'll see we'll see if i have COVID again by then Uh, yeah (laughs) we've 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 booked our tickets but like we're we're kind of waiting to see if we're actually going to get to go yeah, because uh, I know yeah. you. I mean, I know you actually had COVID like right before I did. Like, because I yes, it was yeah. it was like the Wordle before Wordle. You know, every time you turn on your internet <laughs> thing, you see another yeah. person has it. Right? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, oh my god, god it, it got was... to them too. You know, I mean, yeah, I recently the... saw like Ed Boone from Mortal Kombat playing Wordle, and I was like, oh my god, the world's the world is over. <laughs> First thing I thought you said, Ed Boone got COVID. <laughs> he might have. I don't know, but I know he's playing Wordle. that too. recovering. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it was like everybody got it, and then I got it too. I just I should have figured it was just gonna happen. Yeah, that was it was like the worst for me because I I had not like left the house or anything besides work, uh, and like groceries. Me, me too. Yeah, until, yeah. I haven't, up I haven't until done that shit. point. Yeah. yeah, and then I and then I got it from an anti mask like employee, like a anti mask coworker that I have at work. Mm. Uh, like. Yeah, according to the HR department, it, it was uh, it was a magical coincidence, but you know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, um, but yeah, that was uh, that that was a fun ride. Yeah, I was, I figured that I was, I was working on a on a a TV on like a whatever, like a TV show, something like that, and I was staying in a in a Airbnb with other crew members, and I think I got it from them in the Airbnb, possibly. I don't know. Even though I only talked to like one person not wearing a mask, and we were like sitting at the opposite sides of a table, like for like ten minutes. So I don't know, but maybe it was you went to you went to New York during like. 
shit was popping off in New York. Yeah, I mean, I had my had my mask on. I guess I did like I did drink like a tea in in the plane on the way there. So maybe that got it without my mask on. So maybe that gave it to me. I don't know. You know, it's like it's hard to tell. On the way back, I didn't didn't take my mask off for anything. Like I didn't get any drinks or anything like that. Or it's weird because it's like they serve you know they serve like little snacks and and drinks and stuff, and they're like you can take your mask off while you're doing that. And it's like well. What if we all take our masks off at the same time? And it's just, I don't, <laughs> right. you know, it's it doesn't really, it just seemed like a battle. It was the Kobashi yeah. Maru of, uh, of diseases. You, you just couldn't, <laughs> just, you just, just couldn't like get out slide, of it. <laughs> just like slide the peanut like through the, like the side of your mask. <laughs> just fill up your like, mask with snacks. Yeah, just, just, right. just, like a, just like a horse trap. <laughs> like, yeah, like a feed bag. <laughs> Actually, well, I mean, I do kind of do that on a lot of, on a lot of productions that I work on. I kind of just like lift up the mask and just like stick, stick the water bottle in there and just, you know, <laughs> try to drink yeah. it like that and yeah it's, it's self-administer a feeding tube and just have it. it's stupid yeah. Your nose. yeah it's dumb but uh <laughs> no that's awesome uh, i i definitely have you uh i i know i, I know i follow you on twitch and I'll, I'll put a i'll put a link to it on the on the podcast oh. and all that Cute. and uh, i don't know i i have like auto hosts so it, i might host you randomly and all that that's that's why i don't i don't watch twitch oh, cool. as much as i should but whenever i see that any of my friends are on i do try to pop in for a second for a few minutes and see what's going on and all that so oh. i think i i think i watched a little bit of your uh Best of Best of Games 2021. I, I popped it on that for a second because I remember that. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, that was like straight up an eight-hour stream, I think. Oh. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we we did we did full deliberations, just yeah. like uh, yeah, me, uh, Sean, and my my fiance Devin. We all we all just did like all of our like we each went through like our top five individually, and then we also did runner-ups, and we did like categories. It was it was like an event. But I, it was super fun. I love doing that every year. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah it's like a whole. Uh, I, yeah, no, I salute you for for streaming for that long. I think <laughs> I think the closest I got was when I tried to beat uh, Congress Bad for a day in one sitting. Oh uh, wow, which was, uh, <laughs> which was hard, <laughs> a lot harder than I thought. But I mean, I did beat I beat Super Mario sixty four a couple times in one sitting. But that was much right. easy, that was much easier because I play that game a lot. But that's fair. And that game's probably like shorter. Yeah, you can you can beat that game in like three or four hours. Yeah, like I I can like I think the, I beat it in four hours the first time and then I played it again and beat it, and beat it in three hours. But like Conquer's Bad Fur Day, that took me like eight hours or something like that, and oh, I yeah. didn't even finish. I like rage quit at the end of the <laughs> at the at the end of the stream because I was stuck in the fucking army part where you have oh, we have to leave yeah. and the teddy bears are attacking you and it's like so it's so fucking hard so. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I was just too. It was like eight in the morning, and I'm like, I, it's like oh. I, I need to be done with this game. And I like, you know, like I, I've done this a couple of times when I try to like beat a game in one sitting. Like I'll play as hard as far as I can until I get too frustrated, and then I quit, and then I come back and try to stream it again, and I'll beat it sure. in like 20 minutes. And it's like, why didn't I just stay? Like I tried to do the same thing with Blackthorn when Blackthorn was put on the Switch, and I made it like pretty much to the last level. And then I beat it in like ten minutes. Like the next day, I was like, "Damn it! I, <laughs> oh, I should have just like stuck with it." But I just lost. I just lost patience with it, and I couldn't do it anymore. So I needed a break. But you know, when you're when you've been streaming since like two a.m. and it's like ten in the morning, it's kind of like a, right. I got to get out oh, of here. Sure. You know, otherwise I'm never going to sleep or whatever. At least that's what it feels like when I'm doing it. But no, definitely, yeah. No, you, you've done a lot of cool stuff with that. But as far as podcasts go, you don't have any. You don't have anything that you can say about that yet. Nothing to announce so far, but we've had ideas. Um, mm-hmm. We we have a pretty like I had a pretty fun like audio drama ideal idea like a couple years ago and like I've been I've I was been just thinking, thinking about, about that the other day yeah oh yeah nice mm-hmm. okay yeah I've been thinking about dusting that off like actually putting together uh, scripts for it yeah the uh, 
like, I don't want to give the plot of it away, but I I've basically built it so that like, there's a lot of scripted stuff, but there's also like Sean and I would be a couple of the main characters and there would be opportunities for us to ad lib and riff off of each other in each episode. And uh, it would, it would basically be like a comedic audio drama, like more of an audio comedy, I guess. Um, But with some continuity and some dramatic elements, like, you know, like in the later half, basically once people are invested, then I'll, then I'll try to write something <laughs> sad. <laughs> try to Suck kill. them in with our dynamic and then destroy them. Try, try to kill that one character that everybody liked. Not that guy. <laughs> Not Jeff. Damn it. Oh, him. Jeff. I liked him. <laughs> or whatever your, whatever your characters are. <laughs> Not Sonata. Damn it. <laughs> Bashira, no. <laughs> <laughs> You stabbed yourself with your blade. Pause. <laughs> You're not supposed to run with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's let's do what we do on every show and uh, and talk about games that we bought and games that we've been playing for the week. Cool. <laughs> you, uh, Daniel and Sean, go first, please. Tell us what you've been playing. Nice. So, in my case, actually, we we kind of. We kind of touched on this already, but we just did our big game of the year episode, our big, big game of the year stream. And we, uh, like me, Dev and Sean all like crammed like so many games for that. (laughs) We were just like kind of playing games nonstop to like catch up and really like have a good breath of what to cover. Uh, So once that finished, once we finished streaming that at the end of January, I kind of haven't been playing much. Like I, I kind of ended up taking a bit of a break uh, from from video games, uh, which is always which is always a temporary thing. Like I'm, there's already stuff I have my eye on to play again once I'm back in the headspace for it. Um, but I've I've mostly just been like reading like a bunch of manga um, in the time that I would usually play video games. Uh, that said, um, the games I was playing the most right before that point. Uh, one of them was School of the Hero Slayer, which uh, which was number three in my top three in that Game of the Year stream. Uh, School of the Hero Slayer is like a roguelike uh, platformer uh, with so- kind of some like Metroidvania elements. Um, and uh, and basically the main conceit of it is like you are a little skeleton and your skull is detachable. And you can uh, wear the skulls of other creatures, which there's like over a hundred different skulls. There's exactly a hundred different skulls in the game, and they all have different like move sets and abilities. So you might find like an like a tree creature skull that like gives you like vines that you can use to like like plant into the ground and and hit opponents from afar. Or th- there's a there's a skull that's a motorcycle helmet that turns you into basically like a ghost rider prestige you can <laughs> oh, nice. ride them you can ride a motorcycle like through the stage and mow over enemies and stuff oh shit i i think i have to buy it now because uh <laughs> i don't know if you know but ghost rider is like one of my favorite comic book heroes oh, shit. Of all oh nice I, I did not know that i that's actually cool, yeah. i actually own like probably one of my claim to fame is as far as comic book collections go i do actually own the first appearance of ghost rider Wow. The Marvel Marvel Spotlight number five. I have it. It's hang, hanging in my room right now. It's probably the only. It's like worth nothing because no one cares about Ghost Rider. But but <laughs> but but I but I did when I was in high school. I was a big Ghost Rider fan. Sure. Uh, I read I read all the Midnight Sun stuff. Uh, 
Like I was big into Johnny Blaze, like who was the original Ghost Rider. I, I, I collected a lot of the like the '60s Ghost Rider comics or the '70s ones, the original ones with uh, with Johnny Blaze, and also oh, wow. like I even had the the um, I have some of the some of the Cowboy Ghost Rider stuff when he had like the huh. cowboy hat and the cape and all that stuff. So, <laughs> so uh, I didn't know that existed, yeah. but that's rad. What's what's your uh, what's your excitement level for the Midnight Suns video game? Oh, the uh, the XCOM type one. Yeah. yeah. Well. We, we we talked about this when it was announced, but those people in there are not actually the Midnight Suns. <laughs> like Iron Iron Man wasn't a Midnight Sun, neither was Wolverine. Like, uh, or you know, it's like uh, I kind of wish that they were actually pulling from the original '90s Midnight Suns, which the Midnight Suns was like Blade and Morbius and like and like Ghost Rider and Johnny Blaze and like and Doctor Strange and all those people. And the Doctor Strange is in there and Ghost Rider is in there, but it's like the newer Ghost Rider with the car and not the motorcycle, so it's not even Aww. I don't know. It's I kind of wish they would go back. I mean, it's you know, everything is fucking <laughs> I mean, everything is fucking nostalgia now. Like for anybody who saw the Super Bowl, they had a fucking go they had a fucking Austin Powers commercial on there. Like bring bring the I'm saying bring back the Midnight Suns from the 90s. Like some of us remember it. Like just make a game about that. I'm sure people would want to would want to see it, you know. It is so funny to hear out of context that in the comics Ghost Rider is no longer in a motorcycle, but he's riding around in a car now. Well, uh, I mean, that one's actually that's why I thought it was kind of weird that they were using it because the the car Ghost Rider that's even like that's even like five years ago. Like they went back to the motorcycle Ghost Rider again, like on the on the more recent <laughs> Ghost Rider stuff. So why was so I'm like, why is the car guy in there? And the car and the car guy, <laughs> the Ghost Rider car guy, was even in the um, Agents of Shield show that was on TV. So, uh, they, so yeah. Agents of Shield didn't even get motorcycle Ghost Rider. They got no, they got the car Ghost Rider. Yeah, <laughs> that. that <laughs> That just like that's so much less cool. Like yeah. I guess I guess a motorcycle's like very like 90s cool, you know? Like yeah. like maybe uh, maybe they were trying to trying to like contemporize, I guess, but it's like I don't know. Like I think of Ghost Rider in a car and I just think of like like I, I just think of a full like comic book issue where like he just has trouble parallel parking, you know? Like, <laughs> right. He's in like a <laughs> Kia Sonata. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you to the depths of hell after I finish paying off this insurance. <laughs> it really snuck up on me and I got to take care of this. You wait right there and I will damn you as soon as I get back and sort this out. You'll understand why I'm driving an SUV now when you have kids. <laughs> A motorcycle wasn't practical. Iron man. I think it was, I mean, it was, you know, it was them trying to make like, I don't know, Ghost Rider cool again or something like that and right. like, and, and reboot it in a way. Cause he's like a, you know, he's like part of like a Fast and the Furious, Furious type, like street car racer guy, you know, and that's why he has a car and yeah. There's just a mini series where he tries out different cars. Like, he, like, right. like the, like first issue, like the punch buggy just not, does not work out for him. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if it's anything like the original, like Ghost Rider, like that wasn't a real bike. It was like a hell bike that like, you know, that right. that wasn't even right. it wasn't even real. It was summoned from hell, and that was my favorite thing about it. Was like, you know, it was like the motorcycle from Breath of the Wild. You could call it out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden oh, it would yeah. be there. You know, yeah, yeah. Or like the weird deer, which we'll talk about on Pokemon Arceus. Like you just hit a button <laughs> and it's there. That's like the same thing that Ghost Rider's bike was. Like he he didn't have to get it tuned up or anything. You know, it was a it was this like mystical otherworldly transport that that he was on. <laughs> you know, he could just. 
call on it and it'd be there, you know? So he, you know, he, he didn't have to worry about parallel parking and stuff like that. So, but yeah, but, the, but Not a car, until but, he got that car. Yeah. <laughs> but, but a, a car with flaming tires is no way as cool as a motorcycle with flaming tires. <laughs> oh no, sorry. no, absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't, I can't show it to you. I'd have to like lift my whole computer, but I have like two big ghost rider toys, like right, right next to the, to the recorder huh, over nice. here in, in my office. I have uh, the original Johnny blaze ghost rider and the, and the vengeance ghost rider from the, from the nineties right over here with the full, with the full like motorcycles and, and with the tires on fire and all that stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, if, if it's any consolation, uh, the, the ghost rider, like uh skull in in skull the hero slayer is actually one of my favorites like it's it's really satisfying to play and like like the final upgrade for for that skull is just like it feels like like one of the most like overpowered skulls in the game and like anytime i get a run with with the ghost rider skull it's it's like one of my better runs so uh so yeah if if you like ghost rider i guess this year's <laughs> might actually be a pretty fun experience for you no i mean uh, it, it's and, I, I saw it's on sale for like 13.99 for the next three days so if i don't ooh. if i don't spend all my money on the 3ds and wii u e-shop then i might then i might pick <laughs> it up that's that's a sweet deal you should yeah. grab that uh yeah i'm i'm also planning on on like just dunking a bunch of money into my switch wallet and and then going over to the Wii U and see what I can grab. But on the Switch, Skull is is definitely worth it. I I had a lot of fun with that game. I actually like was playing that so much that once I got to the final boss of the first, time, I'm like, okay, I have to put this down now so I can focus on other games before we do game of the year stream. <laughs> but it was actually hard because I was having so much fun with Skull. So I I'd recommend I'd recommend it to anyone that likes uh that likes kind of the roguelike loop because I think it does the roguelike loop in uh in a satisfying way and uh and also the story is actually pretty cool too it's uh it's uh it's done by a korean developer um and uh and like a witch like narrates the story like in korean um and uh and like it's it's it it has some surprisingly cool like emotional notes that i wasn't expecting it's neat for for a cute little skull for a cute little skull game (laughs) and yeah yeah cute little skull game yeah no, it definitely sounds cool. Like from from what you're saying there. Like I said, aside from the almost the sort of appearance of Ghost Rider, which uh, yeah, which is very cool. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of fun little references in there. Like uh, like there's a kind of a Metal Slug reference where you're uh, you're like a, a zombie skull that shoots bullets. Oh, what's that one uh, Metroidvania roguelite uh, that's that hit the switch and was uh pretty popular not dead souls but like dead cells. Oh, dead cells. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember dead that cells. one. Uh yeah, the Dead Cells uh character makes a cameo as one of the skulls and skulls. Oh okay, like, yeah. That yeah, was you, you put yeah. it yeah, you put it on and you look like the guy with from Dead Cells and you have his powers. So yeah. That yeah, that was a uh, game I was hot on for like a couple weeks and I think it ended up in my best of the year list, but I really didn't play oh, it. Nice. I didn't really play it that much. I kind of fell off of it after that, but I thought it was really cool for like a month. So, yeah. so there you go. Yeah, no, yeah, skulls skulls cool. I I would absolutely recommend it's it's one of the more addicting roguelikes that i've played a fair few by now yeah yeah no nice no definitely like i said it's it's on sale right now so i might i might check it out for sure sweet yeah yeah do it uh i also i also played as much eastward as i could before uh before the stream and uh and that's that was also kind of a really nice experience um eastward is kind of uh 
that really gorgeous like sprite based game with like the old man and the little girl uh and like the sprites are all like very like meticulously animated like yeah. uh and it's it's got like the the graphic style kind of has like uh what if what if the earthbound team was still making games in the <laughs> 2020s you know if only yeah I mean, we both got it. Um, Jeremy actually played it all the way through, and it was on... Uh, nice! That last game reminded me of Dynamite Hetty. When you were talking oh, about yes! Oh, I nice. loved Dynamite Hetty when I was a kid. I Which didn't even this, think of the uh, parallels. Switch Expansion Pack Plus now. Oh yeah, it's on. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's oh, with yeah, the uh, yeah. the Sega Genesis yeah. games, which I did. Yeah, I did play that game when it, when it was released on there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Eastward for me that was one of my game like favorite games last year. And nice. It pulled me in with the style, but it was the story that kept me going. And nice, just, cool, the, just the weirdness. It's just such a weird game. Like it, it felt pretty weird as much as I got to play. I only, uh, I think I was partway through chapter three. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I, I made it into like the big city uh, and I met mm-hmm. like the scientist character and stuff. Uh, that's where I had to stop. But I, I was like, I was really intrigued and interested, like what I was experiencing before I got to that point. I definitely um, yeah. recommend finishing it. It gets uh, it throws some new concepts at you at the end because the Ooh. game does kind of like keep building on its own. So okay, because I, I was both the puzzles Sorry. are pretty fun at the end, and the uh, challenge okay. level goes way up with some of the melee stuff. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I was like because I was right at a point where I was like I was both like kind of digging what was happening and also kind of like maybe this isn't like the experience that I was expecting, and mm-hmm. maybe uh, like in in a way that maybe I'm not as not as interested in like beating it mm. uh but hearing that uh does make me want to dive back in because like i was like you know like i i was also in for the style right i love the style of it uh but there's some really cool character arcs already um i i do love the dynamic between john and sam uh one of my favorite things is just the uh is just the the earthborn just the rpg that's inside mm-hmm. Oh Eastward. yeah, yeah, yeah. Earthborn yeah. is great, which which it's like a play on Earthbound, but it's actually more like yes. a Dragon Quest game. Yeah, when you play yeah. it, like it, it looks more like Dragon Quest. I, th- I think I probably played about as far as you did because I got to whatever the one that's like kind of like uh, Tokyo, like the the sort of mm-hmm. like Japanese area. Like that was about as far yeah. as I got. Yeah, but, I think but, we're around yeah. the same spot. Yeah, but I did really, I did really enjoy the music, and I did enjoy the the graphics and all that. And yeah, yeah. it, it oh, is music was great. Yeah, the thing about the sprites in that game. I remember even when I was like playing through it, I would just be like, I've never seen this before. Like yeah. there's so many unique animations like that. I would see like the sprite animation just once the whole time I played. Right. You yes. Know, they, they animated that stuff just for that one little <laughs> scene. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just like a really elaborate animation that like must have taken them hours to put together. And like, it happens a single time. And then you never see that character again. Like, uh, a labor of love for sure i was really impressed by the presentation on that game also every time like sam does like a little victory dance like my heart just like just like melted a bit it's like do i want kids i I do kind of want kids not not right now but but like you know the ones in the video games are are much are much cheaper if uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah if it's stardew you can turn them into doves if you get sick of them (laughs) 
We were just talking about that on our Patreon episode. <laughs> well, not about turning kids into doves, but like about how on, in the Sims game, how I used to put my children outside so they wouldn't keep my Sims awake. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the people would, and then the people would come and get them and take them away, like the child, oh, yeah. the child service people. And Problem Sims. solved. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd have another one, and I'd put them back in the backyard again, and then they'd come and get them, and it was just, it was a circle. <laughs> you know, it's a cycle of uh, of kids and, and Sims on GameCube. <laughs> yeah, but I, I had a really good time with Eastward, um, and I, I guess I'm looking forward to having more of a good time with Eastward. Uh, I I kind of have a habit of like playing a bunch of 2020, like a bunch of games that came out like in the year that we do the game of the year coverage of, and then like, and then I'm on to playing games for the following year once we uh-huh. once we wrap that up, and then I never go back mm. to the 2021 games. Uh, I kind of hope that that's not something that happens for Eastward. I kind of hope that I actually beat it, even though it's. It's not a game that I'm obligated to cover anymore. Yeah, I mean it, that, that's what that's what's hard for for me in this podcast, like trying to stay current on stuff. And yeah. you have all yeah. those games that you love from before. And I, and I tried to make that a a goal for this year is that I wanted to beat a game that was on my top ten list of like three years ago or something like that that I never beat. Oh. You know, I want to go like back, back, way back, like to. I want to always go back to the Messenger. I never finished that. Yeah, or like yeah. I, I wanted to go back to Val- Valkyria yep. Chronicles Four. Which was a game that uh, I loved when it came out, and I put a, and I put like I don't know forty hours into it or something, but I never beat it. I wanted to beat it the whole way. I I may have uninstalled and reinstalled that game from and to my Switch more than any other game in my library. <laughs> I always want to go back to it, and then I never do because it's like eleven gigs or something like that. So it's an easy uh, candidate for getting deleted if you're trying to find. Yeah, space exactly. On your, on your right. Card. Yeah. I should beat Majora's Mask before it comes out on the Switch. It's like the same. It's like the same thing as it was. Like the two big ones are for me are uh, The Witcher and uh, Mortal Kombat 11 because they're both like 30 uh, plus gigs. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, The Witcher. I, I think I've decided to myself that I'm just never going to beat that game, and I need to just live, live with that, and I just won't <laughs> ever fair. play it again and be fine. But Mortal Kombat 11, I might want to like, I want, want like, want want to like jump in and play it every occasionally because it was fun, even though it looked kind of like shit on the Switch. It was still fun to play. I think I want to play through <laughs> Witcher 3, but not on the Switch. Sure, sure. That's fair. So yeah, maybe yeah. if there's an upgraded switch eventually where they release like a you know a better version of it or hopefully sure. an upgrade to what I already own. Right. Because I did buy the physical version, but I ended up having to download a bunch of stuff anyway to play yeah. it. So, I think you yeah. can I think you can download the whole game if you bought the digital version now through the eShop. Oh nice. I think they changed that to where and they I think let there you might just... be cross save, so I I don't think, I uh, yeah, I don't I know. If there is, I don't know. I don't know. In which case, I could hop over to Steam and just start playing it on my PC. But yeah, that's if I ever go back to it. But yeah, we, we can get into that later. I'm going to be uh, boning up on my Mortal Kombat 11 skills because I'm going to be entering that in Combo Breaker. So if anybody oh, wants nice. to spar at any point, you can face <laughs> off against my Scarlet. You'll probably, well, you'll you, probably destroy you have, me. <laughs> you have like the PS4 version, though. So I, I also have the Switch version. What? I didn't know that. To play to play you, it on the go. You gave it to me from your pawn shop. <laughs> oh, oh you got it the pawn shop. Nice. <laughs> I, I completely forgot I did that. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's nice. like the one good thing that's come out of that. Oh, that's not true. You you <laughs> have you have managed to get me some cool bargain shit from your job, but also I hate your job. <laughs> yeah, it's, we we talked about that last time you were on here as well, like about how yeah. well, uh, you know, going back to the COVID thing and all that, and how it was probably from you know your crazy boss, right? They're, yeah, they're mm-hmm. from there that was uh, never believed that the disease ever existed and all that garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. As, far as, I, 
I recall from hearing from you that it was just like business as usual. Nothing really changed at your job. Uh, that's that's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I get I get a little mad like thinking about it. But yeah, it's it's uh, they've they were very they were very lax of, with protocol, especially preceding what happened uh, when I when I got it. Um, after I got it, like, uh, you know, I, I came back and the people that weren't wearing their masks were suddenly wearing their masks. But over <laughs> over the past couple weeks, I've seen those masks slipping farther and farther, mm-hmm. like down the face. <laughs> so, uh, the, with, chin, uh, the chin straps. No, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. With, with like, no why, why even? Why even? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why even? Yeah. Bother? It's like a, it's, it's like a, I, I kind of gave an effort, you know? Yeah, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, but besides, uh, besides Skull and Eastward, I, uh, I also we've done one stream so far, me and Sean, where we played through some weird fighting games. The couple I'll talk about because we we did we did those on the Switch this time. I like my plan is to like try a different system uh, each stream, but we we did play what was on my Switch. Uh, the cool one that we played was Dual Souls: The Last Bearer. Yeah, uh, which is uh, which is kind of it's it's a really interesting game because it's it's one that's been in development in various forms for like many years. It was initially like it was initially going to be like a Game Boy Advance game that never came out, and uh, and actually, if you buy it on if you buy like the deluxe version on Steam, uh, you can get the Game Boy Advance like. Huh. version as a bonus which oh, is pretty cool. cool yeah um but the switch version of the game uh there's like nine playable characters and like there's just a lot of a lot of different like uh a lot of different concepts just kind of all play at once like you know you've got your you've got your specials and your supers and stuff it also does kind of a uh kind of a blaze blue overdrive thing where you can where you can kind of spend meter to gain like a temporary upgrade that's specific to each character like uh like there's a character with like claws and like his claws can do like bleeding damage once you like hit that overdrive mode um that kind of thing like there's there's a lot of like weirdly like neat stuff in that game um and it's like, surprisingly some, legit kind of janky yeah. Yeah, yeah, janky but surprisingly legit. Like it's actually yeah. like it looks uh, cool. The, I, I was just watching the trailer off of the eShop and on the yeah. it's only like nine ninety nine too. It's it's pretty cheap. Yeah, uh-huh. cheap, cheap as hell. Yeah, and it's yeah. uh, it's surprising, like surprisingly fun. Like the art styles, like all like kind of kind of reflects like how janky it is, but it's it's still uh like in motion it's surprisingly cool and fun uh one one thing that i will mention is while we were while we were streaming like we did a match the match was kind of fun uh and then i'm like uh i, I think i want to under like i i feel like i'm missing some things i'm gonna play through the tutorial so i played through the tutorial like sean watched me play through the tutorial and then we went back into versus mode and uh and it became slowly apparent that Sean was unable to do special moves as player two. Uh, oh no! Like, like, and I was like, "What? I, I, you, 
are you doing something wrong? Because everything's fine on my end. I'm, I'm doing special move inputs and there's no problem. And I'm, I'm over there like, dude, I, how many times do you think I've done a down forward fireball <laughs> motion in my life? This is <laughs> yeah. not working. So then I like pass the controller to him and it's not working for him. Yeah. Uh, it and turns the- out we found a bug. Yeah, it turns out that it is. So if you get Dual Souls Last Bearer, uh, don't go into versus mode immediately after doing the tutorial because player two will not be able to do special move inputs. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, like we we reset the game and then we had a really fun time, actually. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like once we once we closed the game, we opened it back up. Sean's inputs were fine from that point forward. And uh, we we like checked out every character. Uh, my favorite was this dude with like kind of a double bladed spear that had a lot of like cool, like mid range moves basically. And I could kind of keep Sean away from me with like various pokes and stuff. It was pretty satisfying to play actually. And I wound up liking best this sort of big burly knight character. Oh yeah. Who has, he's got like some range because he has a sword. So he can kind of slash out to mid screen with a sword, but he also has like Zangief style grapples <laughs> So if you can get in on somebody, then you can kind of pick them up and do these sword slash grapple combos. And uh, it was, it was, he was fun even when I couldn't do special moves. Then <laughs> once I could do special moves, it was a much better time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun um, even with the broken <laughs> with the broken. Oh yeah, in there. well designed. The bad game that we played uh, is a game called Bounty Battle. Oh. <laughs> Bow- this Bounty was so Battle. bad, dude. Bounty Battle is uh is a game that was crowdfunded. Do you guys remember Fig? Do you guys remember Fig? I, uh, I don't. Fig. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, Fig was <laughs> like uh It might still technically exist, but it was like a new like crowdfunding like website to kind of compete with Kickstarter. Psychonauts Two was crowdfunded on Fig oh. instead of Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, and Bounty Battle was another game that was crowdfunded on Fig, and their big thing was like, "Hey, we're we're do we're taking some like we're we're kind of like we're kind of Smash Bros ish, like we're kind of a platform fighter, um, but we have like a bunch of indie characters like crossing over from other indie games, and it was stuff like uh, like the fish from Nuclear Throne and like uh, Rusty from uh, from Steam Steam World Dig." And um, like kind of, kind of a lot of like slightly like obscure like uh, not not a lot of big ones. They they actually announced that Raz from Psychonauts would be in the game. Uh, he's not in the current version of the game, but he was announced. Um, and uh, and like the big draw was like you you get to fight with all these uh, all these indie characters. Um, the the girl from Battle Chasers Night War, and it's not fun like there's a, there's an opening cinematic that like shows all the indie characters like interacting with each other oh juan from uh, guacamole uh and um and like that's really well animated and kind of like sells the concept really well uh and then you start playing and um one thing they tried to do is like they have like kind of a moba mechanic where like when you when you do damage to your opponent or when you defeat your opponent you get like you get points you can spend to summon a minion that that helps you on the field. Uh, but that's much cooler on paper than it. Like it, that sounds much cooler than the execution actually was like that. It, it's just annoying in a fighting game. It's yeah. just annoying and kind of uh snowball-y. It, it, sound, it sounds like kind of like a Marvel versus Capcom two thing, right? Do you remember that? Where you, well, I'm uh, sure you remember that where you could like summon right. people to randomly show up and shoot the other guy. Yes. It, yeah. It's like that. But if they lasted forever, 
and oh, never yeah. stopped being yeah, the, there. The the assist is on this. Yeah, the the minion is on this on the screen for as long as your stock lasts. So once you die, your your minion goes away. But if you don't die, then your minion stays there the whole time once you've summoned them. Wow. And <laughs> and but also like the points you would get to summon your minion, you would lose points if you used if you use the same move too often in a row and too often in a row is twice in that game. <laughs> so if you like, you know, if you do like the jab move, like more than once, which like you, you know, you should in a fighting game, then you like, you're losing minion points. Like it, uh, the, the kind of punishment mechanic for that was uh, bad. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't uh yeah, it was, it's very like, it's not well balanced. It's not like the the hit the hit the the impact of hits just didn't feel satisfying. Like um, it's it's difficult to articulate how bad the game felt to play. It felt like playing a flash game from two thousand seven. <laughs> it was like one of the worst feeling fighting games I've ever played in my life. I had a really bad time playing Bounty Battle. I, I just I just looked it up on Switch and it's like. It's like twenty five dollars or something like that. It's like it's like stupid wow. expensive. It's, but it's yeah, it's twenty five bucks. Uh, when when they launched it for for Switch and for Steam, they were like, "Hey, we we hear you guys. We heard that this isn't quite the experience that you guys were hoping for. We're we're going to keep updating the game, adding characters, uh, polishing up our mechanics, and I think you guys are really going to like the final product." Uh, and then like there was like one or two minor updates, and then they just ghosted (laughs) they 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 like they disappeared they like changed like their social media accounts like they they like changed the name of their company and they're working on another project now i I was trying to watch the video that's on there for the eShop, and the video is all animated cutscenes. there's not a single second of the actual (laughs) of the actual game in there so that's I mean, that, smart. So that, that that's kind of I mean that seems shady to me. Like you watch that, the video and it shows you nothing of the actual game, just a whole bunch of characters running around like well animated as a cartoon, but nothing from the game. The most the most <laughs> acknowledgement from this company you get of the game even existing is that every couple months the game goes on sale for less and less and less and less than it was the previous time. Like an issue like, oh, it's on sale for 20 now, and then it was on sale for 15, and then it was on sale for 10. I think I got it like I, when I finally bit the bullet, I bought it for somewhere between five dollars and seven fifty. Like that was still was, not worth uh, it. Yeah, no, uh, not I, <laughs> no. I not. wouldn't play this game if you paid me. <laughs> if they wow. paid me money, I would not play this game. It's it was it was like torture. I do think that Bounty Battle is exactly the kind of game that I think will pop up during Mystery Games Tournament because that's they like, true. Just because they, they like to like, use bad games. Yeah, yeah they actually like <laughs> throwing aggressively awful games at you sometimes. So it was worth it for me for that reason alone. Just like, you know, I'm kind of beefing up on my knowledge of of bad games. But outside of that, like if you're actually trying to like have fun with a video game that you bought, uh, do not buy Bounty Battle. <laughs> it, it's there was it's, yeah, it's it's such a soulless, like vacant experience. Yes. Like I I I wasn't even like I like it wasn't even like so negative that it looped around again to being fun, right? Like right. some sometimes something will be so shitty that it's actually hilarious. Uh, this was just like the blandest, most like boring kind of shitty you can imagine. It was it was heartbreaking. 
I'm looking at the roster here of all the characters, and personally, I don't recognize a single character on this whole thing. It looks like there's about <laughs> 25 characters here. The, de- the, so, the Dead Cells guy is in there. That's the only one that I that I recognize. Oh, yeah, 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 the Dead Cells guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Dead Cells guy. Even, like, I guess that's the most well-known game, I suppose. But I don't know. It seems like if I'm looking at this whole bunch of characters and it's supposed to be a Smash Brothers-type game, and this is, like, the best you got, maybe right. that says something of the quality. Uh, I yeah. recognized Guacamelee guy. Oh yeah, he's in one the, other. There was the one animation. other character. I was like, yeah. oh okay, it's that character. Yeah. Um, there are also they they put some OCs in there, yeah. and they're they they feel better to play, I think, than a lot of the guest characters. Daniel was playing as this like one eyed Gorgon thing. Yeah, like and beholder, just basically. obliterating me. <laughs> Uh, in every match where he played that character, it, it does feel like more thought was put into those original characters than how to turn any of the indie yeah. characters into fighting game characters. Yeah. Uh, one thing I kind of one thing I didn't realize really until after I had bought the game is that one of the characters is a block from the games from the game Block Lives Matter. Which, uh, yeah. The the only like oh. if you look that game up, the most notable thing about it is that awful fucking name. Like they, <laughs> I don't like that name. That's not, yeah, that's they, not cool, man. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, like I like I found out like after the fact. It's like oh they they came up with that name on purpose because they thought it was funny and uh, uh it's it's yeah so so the the fact that like the bounty battle team like was like oh let's make that a cameo in our game. Uh, yeah, they they don't. Bad judgment. Yeah. No one, no one, but like I've I've taken the hit for all of you. No one else mm. have to spend money on that game. I feel really bad for the people that crowdfunded that because I don't think they knew that in advance either. But yeah, yeah, that's the fun thing about crowdfunding something, right? Is that it could be, it, it could be terrible. Which we 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 talked about that before about like yeah about like the new like shovel knight uh mean of the Hollower game and all that, but. Which oh, looks which looks yeah. great, but I mean, there's a yes, but there's the possibility of you know. I've, get, I've been getting burned like, a couple times on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, I'm still getting. Like I I just today got like update 131 for Unsung Story: Tale of the Guardians, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is a game that I backed just because Yasumi Matsuno was originally involved, and then he dipped right away, <laughs> and it's just been a shit fest ever since. Um, so yeah, I I don't back things on Kickstarter anymore. Uh, after that experience besides me to the hollower right did you actually i know i i haven't yet but i i think i actually will come out of kickstarter retirement for that <laughs> game because it looks cool and i'm excited that yacht club games is like doing something not shovel knight you know uh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah definitely. not directly shovel knight related i think it looks really cool i the la- the, yeah, the only yeah. thing that i ever kickstarted was a sea of stars which is made by the people who oh. made the messenger and yeah. i was very excited about it so all of the and I, I see constant footage of it all the time and i think it looks really good so i'm happy that i that i funded that as far nice. as as you know as far as now like it's not out yet sure but it looks really I, cool i've kickstarted so much it's it's low key a problem <laughs> yeah but I did want to. I did really want to kickstart me to the Hollower just from looking at it because I'm like, oh, that looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. that really yeah. evoked in me a nostalgia for like Game Boy Color <laughs> games that I'd forgotten I had. You know, mm. like watching that trailer. So I'm I'm excited for Mina for sure. Nice. Well, uh, you have a couple things. Um, you have a couple things on your list that actually I really want to hear about, Sean. I mean, I want to hear all the Daniel stuff too. I'm, I'm not saying, <laughs> sure, <laughs> but, sure, sure. but stuff wow. that I mean, stuff that we've been playing, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I know Jeremy has stuff to say about that game as well, so you can both talk. 
together. Yeah, about it. yeah, man. Pokemon and I, uh, Legends Arceus. I I, t- I took a break from it this week. I've actually been playing it for like over f- like fifty five hours, I think. And I'm oh. I've gotten to like a part where stuff changes. I don't want to spoil it if you hadn't haven't yeah. got there. Whoever hasn't got there, where where everything kind of changes and, and it's a little different. Mm-hmm. And I I'm on the trials, I guess is what I'll say. And sure. uh, I thought I was really co- pretty close to beating it. And just because I was playing all these other retro games that I'll talk about later, I just didn't want to not. I, I wasn't going to try to beat it this week because I thought that'd be too yeah. much for me to mm. talk about. But but what do you but what do you think of it so far? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm in the post game now. Oh uh, shit! Okay, ha- so, having yeah. aggressively played my way through the main story, and I when I was uh, a kid, like I played and loved pokemon blue i played and loved pokemon silver and then i fell off from pokemon and whenever i would check back in i just there was nothing there that made me really want to jump back in and be a pokemon fan again and so it's been really exciting for me to play arceus and to suddenly feel this connection to pokemon that makes me feel like i'm an 11 year old again you know it's just really cool to be back in the world of pokemon uh, like uh, sneaking up on Pokemon in the tall grass, battling them, catching them, filling out my Pokedex. Uh, I had forgotten how exciting that can be. Uh, and it's 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 been really nice to be back there. I, I like the game a lot. Um, people, it's funny, like you can't find somebody who's playing it who doesn't, you know, is it, who expresses that they enjoy it that doesn't use the caveat. Like, it's not perfect, but like, of course, it's not perfect. It's a Pokemon game made by the Pokemon company. Like what's, they've never released a perfect game in their lives, uh, but Dark uh, Gold was kind of close. That's that's fair. Um, a lot of but, people claim uh, Crystal as well. People say Pokemon <laughs> Crystal was the best one. But for me, like um, it's just it is far and away the most I've enjoyed a Pokemon game in a long, long time. I'm just having a really great time, kind of exploring the world, finding out all the secrets, and I. It seems as though I still have a lot of content to go. I have a lot of side quests I haven't done. I have to fill my Pokedex all the way out. And uh, I'll definitely be playing this game for like weeks to come uh, from what I can tell. And that's very exciting for me. I, I love the shit out of it. Actually, uh, when I was when when I was listening to your final podcast, uh, I was I was playing Pokemon Arceus <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> nice. Because, well, it was like a, I had had some drinks. I had some drinks with my wife and, and we were both we were both kind of drunk and she went to bed and I was and I was kind of and I was kind of wasted. And I was like Pokemon. I've mentioned it before, but Pokemon Arceus is a really fun game to play when you're kind of drunk. You can, I can see that. Yeah. You can just be like, oh, hey, there's a time bubble over there. Let's go over and see what's happening right. with that. And you can just go fuck around and. I don't know. It, it's a great. It, it's a great kind of. I don't know. It's, it can be a really fun drunk game just to walk around mm-hmm. and just find shit. And and I think that's what I love about it so much is uh, just you know discovering when you get more stuff and like it's like when you get like the Basque Legion the first time and you get to go to find new areas that have like you know mm-hmm. like chimchars in it or whatever that you didn't you, you hadn't seen before and it's like oh wow there's this little thing in the back that I can go to and there's all this stuff here and there's an alpha version of this everything I have like over a hundred alphas of stuff and. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's just fun to just like fuck around, just like go around and just mm-hmm. find stuff and not do like, I, I got to eight stars before I even got to the third boss, you know, because I was just <laughs> having too much fun catching Pokemon. You know, I think I played like for 40 hours before I'd, I'd barely even advanced the story. I was just like having too much fun just finding Pokemon and, you know, filling out the Pokedex. And I think I got like 80 Pokemon in one run one time and it's stupid, but it was I, I a lot think of fun. one of my favorite things about it is that it's such a great game for like picking it up, playing a little while and putting it back down because you can save anywhere 
you load into the zone surprisingly quickly. You know, you can just like go out and catch some Pokemon and then use fast travel to go back to the base and then stop playing and then come back. I never feel pressured to like, like, oh, God, I got to get to the next save point or I've got to, you know, I, I, I really need to accomplish this goal and then I'll stop. Like, it always feels very easy to just if I'm in an Arceus mood, I can slip into the game and I can play for a little while. And it's nice for being an adult who has a job and shit to have a game <laughs> like that. It yeah. doesn't require, you know, a, a big commitment. Yeah. I, oh, I love Arceus. I, I, I think it's such a great game. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think, cause there are a lot of people who've been saying like, Oh, this should be how all Pokemon games are going forward. I don't think that's true. I think I'd be fine if the main series took some cues from Arceus, but I know that there are people who really like the sort of, you know, turn-based collecting gym badges version of Pokemon. And I think that's completely fine. Um, but if they made, I don't know, Pokemon Legends Lugia next or something, I'm there, man. Like, yeah. whatever, if they do another game like this, I'm there immediately. Uh, there, there's some parts I definitely want to stay in the Pokemon world, like... Like, number one, I like that there's not two versions of the game. There's only one version. <laughs> That's uh, pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Number two, I talked about this before, but the fact that you don't have to trade certain Pokemon to evolve them made me so yes. happy. That's Because oh, I'm so That's tired cool. of doing that. Like, uh... Now you just hand them a link cable item and they and they all and they evolve and like they they just did so much cool stuff like giving you the option to evolve whenever you want like uh, also like never losing a move whenever you gain new moves and you can change mm -hmm. your moves whenever you want like they just did all this really cool stuff that I think should be in all the other Pokemon games. Yeah, there's a lot of quality of life stuff that's just really great and makes the game feel much snappier that I really appreciate. And like catching Pokemon without actually battling them is so much fun. <laughs> It's it's very addicting. Yeah, just and, kind of fling a Pokeball at the back of some poor Pokemon's head, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. hope that you get it in one go. And Especially if you're like in a group of them, and you're like, bam, 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 and you catch a couple <laughs> right, at right, once. Yeah. Or I really like if I run up on a tree that's got some fruit, hit the tree, I'm collecting that, and then I'm like, bam, 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 catch like two or three Pokemon all in the span mm. of like tw twelve seconds or whatever. It's like this is really nice. This is yeah. Like, it's fun to no, try to good. catch to catch multiple ones at once, which I which oh. I've tried to do. You know, I still kind of I guess it's still kind of old school of me, but I still like wait for them to not come out of the ball. Like after I throw one, I'm like, <laughs> sure, sure. wait, you know, they might they might come back. But I got I mean, you get to the point. Like I feel like the more stars that you have, maybe it's easier because I was catching alphas with regular pokeballs without without them even like not even fighting them. I would just throw it I, at them while they were turned around. That and, must be my problem. I've been having trouble catching alpha lately, so I must need to get the start making the great balls maybe because i was just catching i was just catching them with regular just regular red ass pokeballs like not any of the great balls or ultra balls and not even fighting them just throwing it at them with them looking away and then i'd catch them and that was i that i for a while was hitting a wall with alphas where i was either killing them or just flinging pokeballs at them and not catching them and eventually giving up yeah and then at some point it sort of crested and i caught my first alpha and then after that it wasn't a problem but my team was like level 45 at that point mm. uh yeah. so your mileage may vary i don't my, know my, that, my team is like i don't know i think i'm in the 70s maybe 80s i don't know I'm in the seventies now because I actually got to a post game fight that was so hard that I had to grind for 10 levels oh. because I could not beat the fight. Well, that's good. To, um, that's good to know that I'm already ready for the post game whenever I get to it. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> that's I, well, I mean, I guess I have a, 
I, I got to eight stars, and then I just got kind of bored of walking around catching Pokemon. So then I did the main game for a while. Sure. And uh, yeah, I don't know, but it's but it also there's there's been no challenge on any of the battles for me because all my stuff is too maxed out because I spent too much time collecting Pokemon. I was a little under leveled the whole game because I kept switching out for new Pokemon as I was catching them, and also. I have been out of the Pokemon game for so long that I don't know my type advantages and stuff super well. So I was just like getting one shot constantly. Like my Pokemon was getting one shot and dying over and over and over again. Now that I actually took the time to level them up a little bit, I'm having less trouble. But yeah, I it's been a struggle for me in a, in a fun way. I've, I've enjoyed it. It makes things very tense. There's some cool stuff in this game also where like Pokemon that are way lower than you can still like kick your ass like like i like that like even yeah. if you have like a level 70 there might still be like a level 30 that could still knock you out in a couple hits so it's like mm-hmm. it's not stupid easy it's not like pokemon brilliant brilliant diamond easy or anything like that you know the combat feels very aggressive in a cool way it's clearly balanced to make it more intense i think uh than the main series and i've enjoyed that they also really trimmed the fat with like uh i don't know just some of those moves don't seem as stupid like there's still some moves i never use but <laughs> splash is still know. in there i'm not doing harden over and over again or whatever yeah right. they got rid of like harden and growl and like a and like leer yeah. and like all these other moves that like nobody ever uses yeah wow you know so that's good or like when was it the one where i guess there's some of them still where you can like not get hit like they like they do those which yeah. are really annoying yeah like double team i forget what it is there's the, the obscure that's the one that they use like where, where they obscure and you can't hit them because they have like the little yeah, smoke yeah. around them, like that's always annoying. I'm still kind of chugging along in this game. I'm about to hit level four, four stars, so I'm like still kind of just getting through it at my own pace. But yeah, I'm running into the same problem with um, the alphas; just are really hard to catch. Like I'll get them down to where they barely got even a sliver of energy left, and I'm still not able to catch them. So I think I do need to switch out my pokeballs. I didn't even think about that. And then otherwise, like. You know, I just keep getting to the gates where I'm like, well, I want to go to the next section, but I have to get to the, you know, four stars now. So that's where I'm at right now, just kind of going around and fleshing out my Pokedex and catching Pokemon. But I'm at like, sure. I've caught over 80 different types and I've, it says I'm over 20 hours into the game. I just beat um, Growlithe, the Growlithe one, which was kind of an emotional little side story. The one at the, <laughs> at the, at the uh, was this like a volcano, right? Yeah. So you got Basque Legion because you have to take that. Yeah, back. I have Basque Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was when I got Basque Legion. That was when the that was when the game story like stopped for me. Because I'm like, I can go to all these places, <laughs> right. and I just went to all the uh, places that I couldn't go to. Well, I have been doing uh, that. Yeah, all these I really kind cool of just. Stuff. Well, I do need to get to four to proceed to the next section anyway. But yeah, now I'm like, well, I can go over here, and I'm trying to catch some alphas because I want to flesh out my Pokedex a little better. And yeah, I'm doing the same thing where I'm switching out Pokemon quite frequently to try mm-hmm. to figure out my team and all that but yeah i've got I'm, a couple of them um drift loon whatever he evolves into i can't remember his but oh yeah the the, the the balloon ghost thing that's been one of my favorite ones and then i got the whatever the one you had to get where they had to use the magic to make the item or whatever do you remember you had to go catch a, a pokemon for a mission and bring it back to proceed oh right it's another ghost type i can't remember what that one was but yeah that's actually turned out to be a really good one that I've kept in my party, but otherwise I don't even use my starter. Like my starter is just chilling in the, the pasture. <laughs> who'd, you, who'd you start with? Rowlet. Who right? indeed? Yeah. Oh, I use my. I still have my. Oh. my I, <laughs> well, just, <laughs> do, do you, do, is it a Rowlet? Did you start with a Rowlet? Yeah, I start with. Okay. Him. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Same. I have. A, I still have my Decidueye or whatever. I still bring that around all the nice. time because I like it. 
Oh, we all have decidui. Yeah, <laughs> I I'll be starting with a Cyndaquil because I'm more uh, coniferous type. Yeah, I'm 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 always a, a fire starter guy uh, when when I play like a gen for the first time, and this kind of feels like a new gen, even though it's not. I just I just really liked Rowlet as the character, so I just went for sure. Rowlet because I really enjoyed Rowlet's a cutie. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Rowlet in uh in uh, sun in sun and moon, but I never made it all the way through sun, so I was like, let's give Rowlet another try. Aww. On a game that I'll actually hopefully get all the way through, <laughs> but and also I have a little Rowlet stuffed animal, so I felt Aww. dedicated. that just got for me, so sure. Aww. But Rowlet, Rowlet looks a lot different when <laughs> when when they become uh, when they become whatever they are. Like they're only cute for so long, but the, but you don't have to evolve them. That's what's great about this game. You could keep them cute, Rowlet, forever if you wanted to. Yeah, I I actually picked Rowlet, um, not knowing uh, the changes they'd made to Decidueye. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, I'll have a really cool Decidueye. And then it evolved. I was like, oh, this, this is not what I was expecting. What is this? Uh, and I was not thrilled. But, uh, you know, Decidueye is useful and does has cool moves. So it's still hanging around in my team. I mean, you always, you know, you're always going to need those. Uh, Decidueye those, those grass types. Of Rowlet? Is that what I'm picking up? On? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. They look they look kind of like a I don't know, like a Robin Hood owl type thing. <laughs> well, originally it did. Now it now it kind of looks like a skull kid from uh, from Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the Arceus one, so yeah. But I like Arceus. You know, I I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be. Uh, a game I'm raving about in the future necessarily because mm. I'm also not like a huge Pokemon person. Like Shield was the first one I finished all the way through. But you played okay. the shit out of that game, so that was I, I thought you might. I really uh, liked Shield, and uh, I think Shield had the added effect of I had a couple coworkers that were playing it, and we uh, would bring our switches to work and battle each other and oh, go yeah. out to the bar afterwards and set our switches up in a in docked <laughs> or a, not docked like a tabletop mode. And, uh, sure. Oh yeah, there's no. Just, yeah. For, for me, it just happened at a really good time to 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 have the social experience with it. Whereas this doesn't really have as much of the social stuff. Well, really, not any. Well, there's no. Yeah, I mean, you can trade, but there's no multiplayer, which I didn't didn't bother me because I didn't really yeah. play multiplayer online. But it's a it's a new approach to Pokemon, and you know, at its core, it's still a Pokemon game. It doesn't stray too far from the actual RPG elements of it. They're still there. It has not, you know, didn't completely change to an action game. So I think I can appreciate that a little bit more over time. Yeah, that it's these two distinct play styles that work well together. I am a big Pokemon guy, a super big Pokemon guy, and I actually haven't started RCS yet. Uh, I'm I'm going like I plan on playing it, uh, but like it, it did release while I was still kind of like cooling, like I was still kind of recovering from all like from kind of overheating myself on video games but i uh i know that i'm going to like it when i play it like i because i've been surrounded by people that have enjoyed it like sean's been having a really good time with it Uh, my fiance uh started it and and is is into it so um so yeah like uh hearing all this positivity about it i am excited to to boot that up in the near future it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. I think I think a lot of people would be heaping more praise on it if it didn't have such a like a high standard to live up to. Even yeah. though you're right, you're right, uh, Sean. That like all Pokemon games are janky. They always have been, but yeah. <laughs> so with that sort of pedigree, like people are like, well, this is great, except right. There's yeah. There's gonna get that. I I genuinely believe that I don't think any Pokemon game for the rest of time will release that will, that can possibly satisfy everyone. Yeah. Like, because it's, oh. it's kind of, 
it's kind of created so many different fan bases within the main fanboy base at this point. There's people mm-hmm. that like it being a more casual experience. There's people that miss it being a deeper experience with a big post game. Uh, you know, like there's, and there's people like between and outside of, of that like spectrum, like just all over. It's uh, like, there's, there's no definitive Pokemon experience anymore because it's appealed to so many different kinds of people over the years. Right. And it's yeah. basically been a living, breathing being for the past, you know, almost 30 years now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whenever you started gaming or whatever you found Pokemon. Yeah. You're going to have whatever your life experiences are going to be or your age or all that different stuff is going to affect how you perceive mm-hmm. the game when you're introduced to it. Yeah. Also, it has a really toxic fan base. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's very toxic <laughs> so i mean uh, i'm just saying it, it, it reminds me of the fucking of the it, it reminds toxic. me of like the fucking star wars fan base where like no matter what you do nobody likes any of it so it's like just <laughs> i i remember seeing up. this i remember seeing this tier list of fan bases like like a long time ago and uh and like a like one of one of the brackets at the very bottom like you know there there were some brackets there's stuff like uh like like intense but it's understandable like and the earthbound <laughs> fan base was in there right and then and then the and then the last one was like gluttons who would not be satisfied by a gift directly from god and uh and pokemon <laughs> smash bros and uh oh a third one were in there right uh not, not star wars I- I would put no, Star it was, Wars. It was Nintendo there. fan bases specifically. Oh, specifically Nintendo. Okay. Oh, okay. Not oh, Fire so. Emblem, right? Or... Yeah. Uh, oh, it might have been Fire Emblem. It might have yeah. been Fire Emblem. Yeah, it sounds about uh, right. I figure the yeah. Fire Emblem people are pretty happy. They got so many Smash Brothers characters in those yeah. games, you know. <laughs> really yeah. People are just pissed at swords in general. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're mad about Fire Emblem Warriors, whatever the fuck it was called, from the direct that just happened, which I just realized yeah, was fair. an actual new game. I thought it was just DLC, but it's a full, <laughs> no, it's, it's a full new game. Warriors. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest that that announcement did actually disappoint me a bit. Like, you know, not, not so oh, much yeah. that I'm going to like mean, yell about it on the internet, but it disappointed me. Yeah. It was a week opener. It was yeah. a week opener. It was week. Fake yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have time to play another Fire Emblem game, but still, I <laughs> like, I like the idea of it being a new Fire. That Emblem shit game. belonged in the middle of the presentation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, I agree. You know what? You're right. Yeah, not everybody's a Fire Emblem fan, and not everybody's a Warriors fan. Well, even so, less. There's, a, I mean, there's a Fire Emblem percentage, I, and the Warrior percentage, I think, is even less than that. So, it's yeah, like, you know what? I, I think, the, yeah. and I think the overlap of that Venn diagram is probably shockingly small. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah not everyone's a Fire Emblem fan. Not everyone's a Warriors fan. I think there's very few people that are both. Even yeah, though, yeah. Even though just this little tiny straight line of yeah overlap where they just barely touch. Yeah, like oh god, my my fiance is like Fire Emblem, like nuts, like super super into Fire Emblem, and they just uh, they they fell out of Warriors Fire Emblem Warriors one like so fast like uh that's that's one of the most disappointed i've seen them yeah. like in a game when when they try to play fire emblem warriors and just and just it did not click you i know? mean fundamentally they're very <laughs> opposite in game yeah. Oh, yeah oh yeah yeah I, I just i just learned today I, I was today years old when i found out that fire emblem warriors was on 3ds also <laughs> i didn't oh, even yeah, know that yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. new 3ds new was, 3ds uh, was, yeah yeah because I, I was combing yeah. through the eShop for for like yeah. what was in there but yeah I, I was like oh that was on 3ds i don't even remember that yeah you knew you just didn't remember 
<laughs> but uh, let's. Um, I, I, I want to talk about triangle strategy. Are you yes. playing? You're playing the new demo, so you're playing the one that like I, has like the first three chapters of the game, right? That carries into it. Wait, I, I do. I do want to say one more Arceus thing, sure. uh, okay. specifically, just going way back to when Trey was um, telling his story. I just wanted to mention that uh, it's mildly flattering that Sean and I, for Trey, are are like the the podcast listening equivalent of a drunk text like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was nice to hear. <laughs> it, it was fun. And then I, and I did kind of, I did kind of drunk, drunk email you through Twitter while I was listening oh. to the podcast, but you know, that's what I do. I told you, that's what I do when I get drunk. I just tweet people. It's stupid. But I know Trey stuff, already said yeah. it, but you, you, the two of you have a very good chemistry and it is very, yeah, I was just being, I was just being like, Oh, Hey, content. this is cool. I'm drunk. I'm going to tell him about it. You know, it was one of those <laughs> things. It wasn't like I'm wasted. I want to listen to trash or whatever. I was like, no, I'm really, <laughs> I, I was like, I was really enjoying it. It was a good, I wanted to put something on and I was like, Oh wait, I haven't listened to this yet. So not what I'm you know. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it, was, it was great to hear from you either way. So yeah. yeah. But yes, I've been playing the triangle strategy demo, which has the first three chapters. I'm in chapter two now, and I am going to get this game right away when it comes out. And I'm going to love it because I love Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. And I love Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. And this game is a combination of those two things, which should <laughs> never have happened. You can but be a lawyer. You can find Perfect. like evidence against the people that you're tactic against so basically you know you you do kind of battles as you would in any turn-based strategy game and then you come to decision points where instead of you making a decision that causes the story to branch you have to convince your allies to go with one decision or another oh that's cool and you can either succeed or fail at persuading them to do what you want and that's what changes the story and in order to persuade them uh, a you have three like social stats that you level up by making decisions throughout the game um, that kind of make you more uh, influential in one way or another. And then B, yeah, like there's literally almost like trials where you have to go around kind of town or the battlefield or whatever and find evidence that supports your cause and then present it to people to try to change their views. It's so sick. It's like, I I can't think of a better combination of two kinds of games for me specifically that uh, that would make me want to buy a game. So yeah, I'm I'm super loving what I've played of Triangle Strategy so far. Only reason I haven't played more of it is that I've been playing Arceus. But once I burn out on Arceus, I'm like all in on this game. I'm uh, I'm very excited for the full release. Well, well, the cool thing about like not playing it all at once is if you you know you might be able to hit that point like right when it comes out because it's coming out like mm-hmm. in a week or something, right? So it's very soon. So maybe yeah. you'll hit maybe first, first week yeah. of March. Maybe you'll hit yeah. the em- end of the demo like right before it's out <laughs> or it's already out, and you can just jump from one to the other, and you don't have to like stop. You know that. That'd oh, be, that'd be perfect. I think that would be I'd the right that. way to do it. And, yeah, I, and my... I, I think it's great that they give you like the first three hours. So I definitely want to try it because I was kind of iffy mm-hmm. about it. But I'm I'm my loving the trend of like thing. long ass demos. <laughs> I love yeah. long ass. Demos. Oh yeah, no, this is the best way to do it because it, it's basically like you bought the game, and yeah. you can play like the first four hours. Like you might, you uh-huh. know, you might even have done that if you did buy the game. So now it's like you can do right. it for free and like just try it out, you know, and not have well, to square. Is, yeah, like that square's been you. Thing, yeah. Yeah, Square's, Square's been, been really utilizing their demos as a as research, like the as their uh-huh. like uh, you know their customer feedback or whatever, and then being yeah. like, 
we actually listened to you and we made some changes based on your reactions to the demo. And then, mm-hmm. then they're like, well, here's another demo where your progress carries over. I really like that. Sort yeah. Of. Yes. That's, like, that's, that's like my favorite thing that Square Enix has been doing in this like generation mm-hmm. of games. Like, I think it's so smart. Like they did that with like Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I probably would not have picked up 11 if it weren't for that. If it I think so that too. Demo. Yeah. I probably yeah. would have gotten it eventually, but it, it got me like really excited for the demo. Yes. Oh, yeah, for the, the, demo, game, I mean. the demo was great. Like I played through all of it pretty quickly and then I was like, oh, now mm-hmm. I, I got to wait, you know, because there was a pretty long time between the demo and yeah. the actual release. I remember and, that. And the demos are like so generous. Like that, like that 11 demo was like 10 hours. You long. got like, yeah, I would always tell nope. people online, like you get like eight hours, like, or I played it for eight hours before it stopped. I guess it varies on yeah. how much you do. You could probably get more hours out of it. But yeah. I was always telling people who were like, what games do I get? I'm like, get the Dragon Quest demo. The Dragon Quest Eleven demo because you get like this huge chunk of the beginning of the game and you don't have to spend yeah. a thing, you know. And, just, and if you don't like it, it's free. And just know yeah. about how great this game is. But yeah, they've done it with so many good games. Like like I was saying earlier, like Valkyrie Chronicles Four, they did the same thing with that, where they gave you like the first three hours for free, and it carried over into the game. And they did it with like Monarch, which, which is coming out at the end of the month. Like they did the same thing with that, and especially in RPGs like like Neo, the world mm-hmm. ends with you. You can do that as well. You play like the first four hours of the game. Oh, that's cool. That carries into it. And yeah, it's just great to be able to try these games out. And it is like, you're starting the game, you know, it's not yeah. just like a, and you can, you can get into it, you know? And, and if you, if you're not, if you didn't play it all the way for all the way through the four hours, then don't get it. But if you did and you're still excited, then you can buy the rest of it, you know? And I, I like that. And conversely, if you haven't finished the demo, you can still hop in and carry your progress over. You don't have to, Oh, uh, mm-hmm. what was it? Um, Monster Hunter, uh, Monster Hunter Stories Two did that too. They they gave you like oh, the first okay. few chapters for free, and that carried into the game. And I remember cool. I played like the first chapter, and I ended up just buying the game. And I may have not actually gone all the way through the demo yet because I didn't play it as long as I hoped to. But you know, hmm. but still, yeah, I, that I was love that. actually yeah. in in our stream. Monster Hunter Stories Two was uh, my biggest disappointment of 2021 because it just didn't hook me. Yeah, like I I thought I'd be really into it, and I played it for like two hours and then stopped and just had could not summon the willpower to return. I was kind of hoping it that, that it was more like Arceus actually. Like uh, yeah, I, I I I didn't think there would yeah. be that big of a shift from the first game, but I was hoping it would be more of a shift from the first game, and that we'd <laughs> get kind of more improvements. And we just didn't. I was still it's waiting. The, for, it's the Pokemon yeah. problem. It's the <laughs> sort of the main series Pokemon problem for me, where it's like, okay, I wanted more from this. I wanted to be able to fly around on a monster like you can in Arceus, which I, I'm mm-hmm. sure you do that eventually in Monster Hunter here and in, in, uh, Heroes <laughs> too, but I, or stories too. But I never got to it. But yeah, that's uh, that's more or less my thoughts about Triangle Strategy is that I think it's very neat and I'm looking forward to the full release. Um, and then the the only other thing I've really been playing with uh, any degree of seriousness is uh, Final Fantasy 14's latest expansion and Walker, um, especially now that, you know, you, you may have heard uh, that when it launched, there was a big problem where like people couldn't log in because the servers were kind of log jammed. And, yeah, that's what I want to ask uh, is, is like, yeah. did yeah, were you finally able to get in there? It, it seemed like the only people that got in there were people who were like already in there or something like that. Yeah, well, know. they so they <laughs> I bought a new computer because my old computer died and my new computer is a Mac and not a Windows computer. So I had to get the new Mac license to play Final Fantasy 14 on it. Uh, and the day uh, before I got the new computer, they suspended sales of the game to deal with uh, login issues. 
Um, so I couldn't buy it for my computer. Fortunately, I, I had a copy for PlayStation 4, so I was able to play it on there, but that's not as good an experience. But yeah, that was rough. It was a really rough launch. Um, you would like lo- try to log in and there'd be a queue of 4,000 people ahead of you. And then the queue would kind of get overloaded to the point that you get kicked out. And then you go back in, there's 6,000 people ahead of you. That was really bad. Uh, that may have been the worst MMO launch I've ever experienced in my life. And I've been playing MMOs since like Night Online and Dark Age of Camelot and shit. <laughs> but once you were able to actually get into the game, uh, it was a stellar experience. This is kind of the expansion that's capping off the storyline that they've been running in the game since it launched. And so in that way, it was a very satisfying ending. It brought a lot of closure to some stuff that's been going on for like expansions now. Uh, And of course, uh, you know, as is important for any MMO, uh, the game's really fun to play. They added two new classes, uh, Sage and Reaper. Uh, I'm a healer main, so I've been playing Sage a lot, which is a healing class, but they're very fun to play. They're very well designed. Uh, the new, you know, dungeons and raids and things you can do are very fun. And uh, I've just been having a great time in Endwalker running around uh, as my as my cat girl character, uh, killing uh, Final Fantasy monsters and so on. It's uh, it's been great. I, I I've heard I've heard like that as an MMO, it actually has a compelling story, which is hard to, yes, to pull off in that regard. It is very one frustration that I have with it is that a lot of it is told in cutscenes. It's sort of like if Hideo Kojima made an MMO in that respect. <laughs> like a lot of it is like walk oh, to no. this location and talk Strand to this based person. MMO. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Norman Reedus is in there. Is it like Metal Gear Solid One, where like you try to you try to find places that you can walk around that won't tr- trigger a cutscene? Like that was always <laughs> a a game that I played with that game with that. I'm like, well, which hallway can I go down that won't send That's me into funny. another 20 minute cutscene? Because I just want to play the damn game. <laughs> no, s- sadly, in order to progress, you have to talk to people who you know are going to launch you into a cutscene. But the game's writing is so good, particularly now. It was a little dry in like a Realm Reborn times when it launched. Uh, but now the writing is very good. They they found a writer for the previous expansion, Shadowbringers, who was quite good, and she wrote this whole expansion as well. And uh, it's uh, it's a very gripping and compelling, uh, you know, kind of high fantasy story. Uh, I think that... Um, if you're somebody who maybe has some experience with MMOs and you have the patience for that kind of thing, uh, it's well worth playing. Uh, it's certainly among my favorite Final Fantasy games of all time. And Endwalker is a great conclusion to the sort of uh, Eorzea saga that's been happening now since 2013. Nice. I uh, I wanted to do some, like we were saying, I wanted there to be some sort of demo thing that you can play of it to... Even though, like, some of it's free to play, right through certain things or the beginning, they did is. a free. They did a free thing. What was like about a year ago? Yeah, Four, so fourteen was free to play. They they haven't restarted it yet because they're still basically like. I don't want to delve too much into this, but because of the silicon chip shortage due to the supply chain issues that have been brought on by COVID nineteen, they basically and can't NFTs and yeah. NFTs and crypto. <laughs> they basically like can't increase their server capacity right now. So one of the things they've done is they've suspended the free trial. But once they bring that back, which they're hoping to do soon, you can play all the way through the base game and through the first expansion, uh, Heaven's Word, uh, without paying a dime. And that's actually what my brother did, and it wound up getting him into the whole game, and now he's joined my guild. Oh, I didn't realize you could play through Heaven's Word for free now. Yes, yeah, the free trial, that's that's part of the meme, uh, 
which you which you may have seen i don't know on twitter or whatever is that people always go oh have you heard of the of the the critically acclaimed mmo final fantasy 14 you can play all the way through heavensward with the free trial <laughs> and it's kind of like a weird cult but uh but yeah you, you can play heavensward as well that's Read nice because that's because heavensward is basically where it actually gets like good right yeah a realm reborn like i think a lot of people who play the game now have a fondness for it because like i don't know it was cool in 2013 but in my (laughs) opinion it's aged pretty badly like i really struggled to get through a realm reborn and if i could go back in time to my past self i would tell myself to like buy a a skip uh because you can buy like story skips I would tell myself to just like skip to Heaven's Word and watch a recap video. It's very dry and very glacially paced. Heaven's Word, it really starts kicking off uh, and uh, just gets better and better from there. Yeah. Nice. Would well, you recommend it on PC or console? Like, what's your been the superior experience? I know, obviously, performance issues, but as far um, as input goes. You know, I, I had a when I was stuck on console because I couldn't buy a Mac license, I had a better time than I thought. I will say that. If you're going to play it on console, it's best to play it with a controller because PlayStation has like it technically has keyboard support, but it's like half the keys don't work. And if you're using a mouse, you can't even use like mouse four and five, you know, like the side Mm -hmm. buttons. Uh, So that was pretty rough. But the game has surprisingly robust and intuitive controller support, considering that it's like a World of Warcraft style game where you have like 30 buttons to push mm. at any given time uh so i i do think it's it's entirely possible to play on console and i've seen like world first clears of really hard raid bosses where like they were using controllers to play um so it's I totally tilt viable controls. <laughs> say what so i use tilt controls <laughs> i see right yeah exactly uh <laughs> no 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 uh no six axis support sadly that i'm aware of but uh <laughs> but yeah. um yeah, I personally prefer PC just because I, I'm from mm-hmm. a background where MMOs only ever came out on PC. Uh, but I know people who are quite happy to play with controller, and I even got used to doing it myself. Nice. Well, uh, if that's what you have to say about that, we should take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about some more games and other yeah, stuff. Yeah, sounds good. So I can... Sounds great. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. 
it's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo may never made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! So, so we're back from the break, and uh, this week uh, I took a break from Pokemon Arceus, and I had a nice little uh, three retro games that I was playing. Uh-huh. I uh, a lot, you know, I get taken advantage of a lot of times on this Nintendo eShop because they put out a lot of games that look fun, and they end up not being fun. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing of what you guys were saying about fighting games. Like I kind of get a, I kind of right. get taken in on anything that looks like an old school like pixel first person shooter and stuff like that. So I ended up buying a lot of them that I end up not liking and you know stuff like that. It'd be it'd be fun to have that opportunity of me to just play crappy first person shooter games and stuff like that and have people actually watch it. But this week I, I got I got like three different games and they all were good. So I was like it was nice. I was like oh wow this like rarely happens that I buy so many games and I actually like all of them. Nice. But uh, to start off with, and this one actually surprised me, like by how much I loved it. Like I wrote like fucking a paragraph on on in here, pretty much. But uh, the game Retro Bowl, which is which is on the Nintendo eShop, and it was on sale. It was on sale for like three ninety nine, so it's like super Ooh. fucking cheap. And it's you know it looks like a kind of a game that's like trying to like pull from uh from the greats of like Tecmo Bowl and that type of thing. But it's but it's much different than Tecmo Bowl actually. But you know I'm a you know, I I actually like football. I watched I watched the Super Bowl. Like I was, yeah. you know, excited about it, all that. I like the sport of football. You know, so I and I've I always the Super Bowl. I've always wanted to. Um, well, I, I didn't know I didn't know how many of you had seen the Super Bowl, but uh, I but I, I've always wanted to have a football game that I could actually play. And every time I tried to play any of the Madden games, they're like way too complicated for me. Like I don't know. There's like hundreds of plays, and you got to do all this extra shit, and I'm never good at it because it's way too complicated. And this game is great for somebody like me who wants to play a football game but doesn't want to play a Madden game. You know, it's very sure you don't even you don't even like play all of it. You only play like the offensive side of the games. Like you don't have to do the defense oh, and all that. So okay. wow. so so mostly mostly all you're really doing is like throwing the ball is like you know using your you know taking your quarterback into you know into the cut and all that and trying to find a or the pocket trying to take it into the pocket and you know find the people to throw to and all that is like a big part of it does it have audibles and all that like where you can uh you can you can change the you can change the um you can audibly change the the uh thing that you're doing once for each for each time but yeah you can change it up but it's not like it's not like madden where you're going through this huge playbook and you can like pick different things it's basically they'll give you one thing and you can audibly change it another time 
and they give you a certain amount of them. Like they're kind of like an item that you can use or whatever. So you can change it okay. up as many times as you want. But yeah, it's it's mostly all about just watching where the players go to and if they're empty, if they're open and all that stuff. And you just use the left stick just to kind of like there's a little like arch thing, you know, that you just kind of aim at your player and you want them to come and catch it and all that. And and it's fun. It's it's incredibly addictive. You're just uh you start off as like a as like a rookie coach and they uh they give you like a shitty team, like I, like I'm uh, I'm managing the or I'm coaching the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, like that's who I the, who they gave me, <laughs> oh like uh, and they had a their their season was what like 14, 14 losses and one win was and I got to pay their <laughs> I get I get to coach their very last game, so I got them their one their other win, so I got them their oh, second win of their whole of their this whole is, season. This is kind of random, but the guy that owns that team actually lives in Champaign. Oh, well, the wait, but the guy who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, I thought was Tony Khan, the same guy who owns uh, AEW. Maybe he sold it since the last time, but yeah, at some point, the guy who owned it would come into my restaurant. Oh, okay, because I thought that was Tony Khan. Like I, I thought he owned one of the, owned owned a Florida football team as well. Maybe the co-owner. That's possible. Yeah, he yeah, oh yeah, no, you're right. He he's the co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So if you see that guy in your fucking restaurant again, tell him that you want to meet Tony Khan and that you want him to be on Nintendo Main because I would love to talk to that guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Tony Khan is like insane, insanely busy because really he has like the has like the most popular yeah. wrestling federation right now, but but I was like, "Do you do you got to ask him, dude? Do you know Tony Khan?" But yeah, I got I got the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> and uh <laughs> be, be like, "Do you know Tony Khan?" If you do, ask him if he knows Kenny Omega. <laughs> of course he knows Kenny Omega. And then ask if he knows <laughs> Xavier Woods. Do I mean, if, if I got to, if I got to talk to Tony Khan, I would ask him why Dan, Dan Housen has still not wrestled yet. He's been in AEW for three weeks. Get on it, dude. That's what I want to know. He's, he's he like, just seems he's, like a hype man from what I've gathered as an outsider. I'm like, it just seems like anybody. No, it, it's annoying. He was talking it's a, about it's annoying Dan me. Housen. I know he's yeah. A, yeah he's a hype man. I even I even tweeted about mm-hmm. that. I, I think I said that exactly. Was his Dan Housen a, a hype man now? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, because I was really intrigued by him, and then he and now he's in AEW, and I want to see him actually wrestle. And he's been there for like three weeks, and he hasn't done anything. It's like what the fuck, guys? What's what's his name? Dan Housen? Yeah, he's like a. It's all one word. Yeah, he, it's he's like, like a kabuki he, kind of thing, right? Yeah, he wears like a face makeup, whatever. He's he's funny. It's a it's a whole side thing. We don't have to get into it. I, I like when wrestlers are funny. But I heard, uh, I just heard that he was really big on the indie circuit, and I saw a whole bunch of stuff about him through like through like uh, pro wrestling tees, which they sent me a bunch of emails because I bought a bunch of wrestling shirts. But what? But whatever. Um, oh, and, this dude's dope. I want to see him wrestle too. And he was actually on a <laughs> podcast that I really like as well. He was on Talking Simpsons, oh. so I was like, oh hey, he's cool. Oh, he was on Talking Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> before he. Oh made, shit! I'm gonna listen to that. Before he made it to AW, yeah. Was he still called Danhausen? Yeah, yeah. That's that's out. his name. Yeah. Okay. No. Does he talk? Check that Does out. Does he talk like a spooky vampire? Or does he? Just oh, he's, he's yeah. No, he's funny. Like they did a. <laughs> so he is the character. Yeah, like he 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 podcasts like that for the first like twenty minutes, and he's like, oh no, I made this magical <laughs> thing that makes my voice normal now, so I don't have to do this anymore. But yeah, he, he he's in, he's in the character for like twenty minutes of the podcast, and I'm like, that's great. I I, I like. It's gotta be guy. tiring to keep your eyes open like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, use the makeup to in, 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 like make it. Yeah. My favorite part <laughs> is when yeah. Marge flushes the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a uh, yeah, it's a uh, he, he's fun. But yeah, the 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 uh, the football game, like you you know you you play the end of the season, you get to watch what happened like in the playoffs and the Super Bowl and all that stuff. 
And then you get to start your team again and you get to do drafts and like bring in like, you know, try to bring in better, better players and stuff like that. Kind of remind me a little bit of like fantasy football if you do any of that stuff. Okay. But it, yeah, it's, it's basically you start from nothing and you try to build up your team. And, you know, there's like, there's like the percentage of fans, like you try to like keep your fan base and you also get like coach coins or whatever they're called. And you can use coach coins to like, to like hire better players and stuff like that while you're doing it. And it's like way more addicting than I thought. I was just, it really blew me away for like a, something that costs like $4 and how mm. I could get like, you know, hundreds of, well, maybe not hundreds, but a lot of hours out of it. You know, like I almost played through the whole season in one sitting because I found it like really incredibly addicting, like just the way to play it. Nice. Cool. And it's, it, it's, it's cool. Like, and, and it's, and you can set the amount of time for each quarter. Like I think mine's set to like two minutes per quarter. So you can play through like a whole game in like eight minutes. So it's, so it's pretty you can you can go through a lot of stuff and you know you you're obviously trying to win and there was like the last game that I played before I quit I like fucked up so bad that my that my like amount of fans went from like 20% to like 3% in like one game and and I'm like and I'm like well that's not really realistic because you know I'm a Bears fan you and, fucked up that bad. and I know other Bears fans <laughs> and we still like the Bears even though they fuck up constantly so I mean <laughs> maybe, maybe this isn't fully accurate with with the uh with the football fans I'm like I think they would have stuck with us a little bit longer than that than that one game where I threw like 20 right. 20 uh, interceptions and all that which you can easily do that if you're not paying attention to throw it to the wrong team and all that. That but, is pretty brutal. Yeah. 20 interceptions. I, I should say I threw a lot. Like I really fucked up. Like there's a bunch of times that I could have turned it around and I think I ended up losing by 20 points or something like that. So it's, Ooh. but it, but it's soup, but it's incredibly addicting and it's all like, you know, it's, it's all like pixel based, but it, it kind of looks like it wants to be an NES game, but it looks much better than anything on NES ever was. But okay. what's really cool is the game actually recognizes the, um, the Nintendo switch online controllers. So if you play the game with the oh. NES controller or the Super Nintendo controller, it actually oh. recognizes the, recognizes those as oh. usable controllers. So that's neat. that's neat. That's a neat extra thing that's on there. That is very neat. cool. Has that yeah. happened in any yeah. other game, or is this the first time? I think other than other than the yeah. online, yeah, it's I like other than it. Nintendo games. I don't know. So I mean, that was really, Dang. and this is something that I read because I read a review of it, and I was like, oh, that's this cool. really Cause, is because I, I don't have them. Controls, yeah, or I use tilt controls game. <laughs> I'm surprised that when those controllers came out, that there weren't like a slew of those older style game retro style games that get updated to use them. And they were like, "We use that now," which they did with uh, Mario 3D All Stars with the 64 controller, but mm-hmm. that's first party. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I was surprised. Yeah, they, they also they also like retroactively made it so you could control Sunshine with the GameCube controller. I think right. They did. Like yeah, initially, yeah, yeah. Right. Initially, yeah. wasn't a thing, but then it was a thing later. Yeah. Well, everybody, it's well, everybody threw a fit because number one, they didn't have inverted uh, aiming, which I was one of yeah. the people who threw <laughs> a fit about yeah, that. Yep. I was I was totally so mad that there was no inferno naming. That was naming. sloppy. And and also um and also the GameCube thing. I didn't care that much about the GameCube controller, but the inverted aiming really pissed me off because you should that should always be an option. Like for especially for somebody who like played the original game and then you're not letting you play the the original game the way it sure. was, that's just not fair. Yeah. Like it's I don't right. I mean even if you did it, like you did more to fuck every, fuck everybody over. If you would have just brought the game as is and just put it on the switch, then it wouldn't have had the fucked up aiming. Because right. you know, like why? Ch- I, I just didn't like why change it to screw over the people that originally. I, I just felt like I, it was like a knife in the back for for me. Because you're one. the ones that'll buy it. But I mean, but I but I leave it the way it was. Like don't change the control. Like no, I agree. Like <laughs> why? 
why change it when you could have just ported it directly in? Yeah, or or easier. if you're going to change it, give it give us the option to put it back. Like you know, I I was most excited about Super Mario Sunshine, but I was so mad that it was that it was flipped from what it originally was. Like that's not fair. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. So. I wasn't even that mad about the lack of the GameCube controller support. I was mad at what that lack of the GameCube controller support represented, which was their overall lack of care of the whole package, just slapping yeah. it on the yep. on the disc like that. Like you got the controller on the system, you didn't bother to you know, yeah. put two and two together to make it work. Yeah. So I just wish they would have like they would have been less lazy about, or they would have been more lazy about it and didn't put the flipped aiming in it. <laughs> you know, and just put it the way it was, because then right. I could have at least played the damn game. Sure. Like, come on, guys. But no, uh, the, right? the, the, an update gave you the option, though, right? Like, yeah. Eventually, eventually, right? eventually yeah, okay, it did. Yeah. But you know, I want to play. It took it. a few weeks. Yeah. I want to play it on the day, and I was really mad that it wasn't working. Like, yeah, that. that's fair. But uh, but Retro Bowl is awesome. Like for like I said, for anybody who wants to play football, uh, who doesn't want to play a Madden game, and there aren't, and there's like what, like three football games on the Switch, so there's not a whole lot to 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 to, to play here. You know, there's like the arcade sure. ones that are on there, it's and like then, Mutant League, and there's a Mutant League, and this like there's no like Madden or anything like that. So well, there yeah, there's it's Tecmo so on the NES. Yeah, there's right. Tecmo on the NES. There's a Tecmo yeah. arcade version as well that you can get, but but as but as far as like football games, I think this is the best football game on there. And it's and I played it. I played it before the Super Bowl, like as at in, in anticipation to playing the to watching the Super Bowl. And after the Super Bowl was over, I played it for like another four hours. So I mean, it wasn't like a flash <laughs> in the pan for me. You know, I kept doing it because it's it has like a lot of RPG elements to it. Like you can you can up like all of your characters can level up, and you can like. You know, you can enhance like their throwing ability or their tackle ability or their st- speed or stamina or whatever, which will help you. And if you get like the right, if you get the right player, you can like I got this one guy. Um, was it a Taylor Vildor? I think is his name. I don't know if he's a real player or not, but he's like fucking mm-hmm. insane. Like he's like way faster than everybody. I've I've walked, I've ran like almost the whole field with with him. So if I, as long as I throw it to him, he can get it all the way in and all that. And I don't know. It's, it's like I said, it's it's a great thing for something like me, a person like me who likes football but doesn't want it to be like incredibly like you know i I just i don't want it to be as complicated as madden because i've tried so you don't want to be a sim you want it to just be like a a i've been i've tried so many times to play madden it's it's just too fucking complicated there's too many (laughs) there's too many buttons and the buttons change like depending on what you're doing like every like every every play you make there's another like 10 buttons or whatever that you have to do and if there I, yeah. were more like simplified sports games, I would honestly play more sports games. Like I have a lot of fond memories of playing NFL Blitz 2000 on my end. Yeah, I was just thinking of that one. I have that one. Like I have not Blitz, yeah. complicated, and I, yeah, Blitz is great. People after the plays were over, and that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, I played the the PS1 version of Blitz with my dad like a lot. Like that's like a <laughs> fond like family bonding memory. Yeah, I mean, for anybody who likes who likes like arcade. Uh, arcade like sports games i definitely say check it out and like i said it's like dirt cheap it's like only a few dollars so if you don't like it it's not that much you know but but i like i like the college sim or the the coach the coaching sim stuff that's in there and you can sure. and and there's like little fun things that'll be like oh hey one of your players didn't show up for a meeting they were supposed to be at like do you do you find them do you not find huh. them and there's and there's different meters that'll that's go cool. up depending on what you do or it'll be like hey you have a meeting with your players but you also have a meeting with your bosses um, if you meet with the players, their morale goes up, but if you meet with your bosses, you get more money. So it's like, you kind of <laughs> have to balance things back and forth like that. And yeah, there's an overall morale for all the characters. And if their morale gets like low enough, they won't play good. Like they'll, they'll drop the ball. Like they won't catch well and they won't just play the game and all that. So huh. that's cool. 
So that's so what about yeah. the lack of defense, like being able to control defense? So is that just that's the RPG element where you're leveling up your well, they, defense, I mean, you, you don't control the, kind of on their yeah, own. You don't control the defense, but the but the, but the beat, but the level of the defense players that you have will affect how well they'll play. Like okay. you're you're not actually controlling them, but they had, but it when it, it it'll kind of like give you like little text updates. It'll be like, oh well, they threw the ball, and your one defense guy tried to tackle it, but he wasn't strong enough to take him down. Like stuff like that. So you still want to update your uh, your defense players, and that kind of reminds me a little bit of like fantasy football, you know, where you're not actually doing it; you're just expecting the players to play well, and that's how your team like gets, you know, how you get more points and all that. So I thought that was kind of weird because I was like, why can't I do defense? But I, but yeah, it's like you want to you want to upgrade your defense players to where they will like overturn the ball while you're not playing. And, it, and that's I'll all. I'll have to check this game. That's out. all like stat based stuff. Interesting. Like I said, it's dirt cheap. It's like I, I was changing yeah. up that classic formula, but mm. it still intuitively plays like Tech Mobile or something. It kind of sounds like. I think it plays mm-hmm. better than Tech Mobile. Well, you know what I mean, though. Like it, it'll be familiar for that reason. Yeah, Tech Mobile, you would like hit a what you would hit a button to. I, I feel like it's clearer, I guess. Like I like Tech Mobile, but I, there were still times where I'm like, I'm not sure what A and B does at different times, and it's like, <laughs> am I actually tackling that guy? Mm. Like, like this one, you actually sure. know, you know, the buttons do what they're supposed to do, and you can actually, you can have it stay on the screen where it will tell you what the button does, like when you're doing a thing. So that really helps me, where it's like, oh, okay, so if I want to dive, I hit this button, or you know, you can juke by hitting like B or A, but you can also do it with the right stick, like if you point like down or right or whatever. Right. And that works and that works really well for me. And I guess it was a mobile game before it came to Switch. And I I really admire that they released it for like only a few dollars instead of being like, oh, let's put it on Switch for $25, even though it's a free yeah. mobile game, which so many people sure. do. So, yes. I mean, I, I salute them for that, for not doing the, the Switch tax, as we call it, you know, where it's like, oh, hey, yeah. uh, let's make it, let's try to make a bunch of money off this, even though it's free on other things. But yeah, it's great if you want to, if you want to play, if you want to play football and stuff like that. Nice. Cool. It, and it was kind of funny because it, it at the beginning it asks you what your favorite team is, and it'll ask you if you want to start with your favorite team. And I put I was like, well, the Bears, and then I'll start with the Bears. And they're like, well, well, you know, maybe you should start with somebody like that's bad. And I'm like, wait, but the Bears are bad. Maybe I should have started with them. I don't know. It's <laughs> like they've sucked for years. But no, it, it's it's fun for anybody who's like kind of like a, you know, like you like you like watching football, but you don't watch all the games. That's kind of where I'm at. Like I like the way the sport. I, I like watching the sport get played, but I don't know all the stats and all the plays and all that it's a good like casual mm-hmm. football game and it's a casual price too which which really which really made me happy and i wasn't even i didn't even think i was going to play it i was like uh i mean it's 3.99 but i'm like i don't know if i really want to play it and i'm glad that i did because it really like it really surprised me like as to how good it was nice i was like holy shit this game is really and it's really it's, it's really addictive right? because like i was saying like every game you get new new stuff and your players up get upgraded and and you want to make enough, uh, make enough of the coach coins to be able to. You can like, you can like restaff uh, the, um, you know, the 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 coach side of things. Also, like you can fire people and rehire them or extend their okay. contracts and stuff like that. So there's a lot of like cool managerial stuff in there. There's a game on uh, Switch called like Football Manager or something like that. This uh-huh. was the game that I hoped that that game would be, but that game's a soccer oh, game see. and it's also forty dollars. So <laughs> th- this one was the better side of it. It's football and it's only like three bucks. So. Worked out, worked out perfectly for me. But uh, speaking of like Dan Housen earlier, which we were talking about, I also got uh, AAW Wrestling, which is Action Arcade Wrestling, uh, which is which is a, the newest of the wrestling game. There's a few wrestling games on the sh- on the on the on the uh, Switch. We've talked about it before. Um, Rest- wrestling Empire is like one of my favorite one, which is just has like a crazy career mode and all that stuff in it. But uh, 
Action Arcade Wrestling is basically, it hasn't really tried much to change what was on the Nintendo 64 wrestling games, is what I really like about it. It plays almost exactly like those games, give or take a couple buttons. Sure. But it's the same thing where you have like the A button is to like grapple, the B button is to punch. There's like hard grapples and soft grapples and all that. And like you push a different direction plus another button to do a different move. Like the same thing you would in the original in the original uh, 64 game. So it feels very familiar if, you, if you're used to those type of things. But the main thing that like got me to buy it, and it was also on sale. I think it's regular like 15 bucks and it was on sale for like $11.99. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I got it is that you can download pre-made wrestlers. Like you can, you can actually make a wrestler and put it on the internet and people will download it and rate it and all that stuff. So oh. the reason that I wanted to do it is that you can like download almost the whole, re- the whole roster of AEW wrestlers and WWE wrestlers <laughs> and like new Japan pro wrestlers and just all this fucking weird shit. Like I, I downloaded Grogu, the fucking little floating baby Yoda dude from Mandalorian. <laughs> and you could and you could play as him. Oh, and I downloaded like a Pepsi vending machine and a number two pencil <laughs> and like Big Bird and like all this other fucking dumb shit. Which was the true <laughs> new generation. <laughs> but it but it, yeah, I, I played I played a Royal Rumble against like a, a number two pencil and the Pepsi machine, and it was fucking hilarious like i'm I'm like i don't know how people are making this but it totally looks like a fucking pepsi vending machine like with the logo and all that on the side like it looks like i was like i haven't messed around with the creator wrestler but i was like is it that like detailed that you can make like the actual pepsi logo and you can and you can also download like special made rings like i got like the AEW dynamite ring i got like a mortal Kombat ring and there's like a ghostbusters ring and like all this other (laughs) like dumb shit that you can download for free and it's great and like uh yeah, this uh, I was I was all about it just because I'm like, yeah, I'll look for Danhausen. There's like four different Danhausens that people made that you can download on there, you know. And there's nice. ones that have I would like, imagine there's yeah. a Danhausen amiibo or not amiibo uh, a B you could download at this point. Oh, sure. But I'm just saying it was easy to find Danhausen. I found like, you know, multiple Kenny Omegas and like in the in the Young Bucks and like John Moxley and like all these people that I like from AEW. So it's almost it was almost like having an AEW game sort of. Okay. But it's a, uh, it's, yeah, it was great. I was really surprised by how much fun it was to play. And there's like power ups that you can get while you're playing. And there's like stuff where you can like throw Hadokens and shit like that if you get enough power ups. <laughs> and like they're, they're really not being, you know, they're being loose with it and all that. And, oh, sure. Sometimes and it's fun. Cool. I, it, it would kind of, I was going to say, it would fit into what you guys were talking about, like doing weird fighting games. Cause this, this definitely fits in the fighting game genre. And if I was, mm-hmm. if I was holding this, uh, the random combo breaker thing, I would definitely throw uh, AEW in there just huh. be- just because because it would be funny, you know. But uh, good to know. I yeah. I actually do have some like some Switch wrestling games on my wish list specifically for that purpose because I feel like that would pop up in mystery. Even though like I'm not like I've never really delved into wrestling myself, even though I've been like intrigued by it. Um, wrestling. Like seem like it seems like a lot of fun, but it has the same problem for me that like that diving into comic books does. Where like I can't oh sure figure out what yeah. I can't figure out what the best starting point is because there's so uh-huh. much lore at this point, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're jumping uh, into the middle of the lore. Yeah, I yeah, feel the same way. yeah. Jeremy, yeah. I remember we were talking the other day. Jeremy was like, "Yeah, the two things you couldn't get into was uh, comic books and wrestling," and they're very and they yeah. are they are they are very <laughs> similar, you know. Uh, I guess what happened, what was good for me is I was big into wrestling when I was in high school and college, and cool, then yeah. uh, and then WWE bought all my favorite federations, so I like swore off of it for like twenty years. So <laughs> so I so I've been out of it for a long time, and uh, 
I started watching it when <clears throat> AEW started, and I've seen like a- every I've seen every single AEW episode since the beginning of time. So yeah, AEW that- does seem like a good like reboot, like yeah, a good starting yeah. point. So like that's what I started time. with. I started watching the show yeah. when it started, and I kind of just followed everybody from that. But I think if you watch Dynamite, you could probably figure out what's happening. I don't know, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like the regular Wednesday night, it, it sucks because you have to have cable to watch it, so it kind of makes it oh, hard. That does. Oh, suck. There's got to be people yeah. doing like YouTube recaps and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's I recaps, but I mean, exist. I mean, well, you can watch. There are actually there are AEW YouTube shows that you can watch, but they're not as good oh. as the televised stuff, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can watch Elevation or, or Dark, which are both YouTube shows that are like around an hour long, and I watch I watch them sometimes, but they're mostly like new wrestlers that aren't you know that are just kind of sure. that mostly lose and they go up against bigger characters. They'll, they'll maybe have like one good match per per show, but you know it's funny that HBO Max or something hasn't like snatched up the rights to like yeah like like you know like a AEW VODs or whatever. Well, I think they actually own AEW, like uh, HBO Max does or Warner Brothers does. Like so, yeah, it's weird that they haven't because like uh. Because WWE is in Peacock, like they own, like they own them. Oh, so, uh, oh, okay. So you can watch like there was a minute where they had all the WrestleManias for free on Peacock, and I actually watched some of the old old ones, like from the. I, I that was the, also yeah how I watched the Super Bowl. I used my free trial of Peacock. Oh, oh. You, so you got because we tried to watch it because I was having a hard time watching it on Sling, and it said mm-hmm. that I had to be premium <laughs> to watch to watch it on Peacock. And huh. I thought that was some sort of conspiracy theory where like you couldn't because we couldn't even get it through the through the digital antenna and all that. And I was like, that's fucking Peacock, like just screwing us over to where we have to pay money to no, watch the game. Oh, so do you have a subscription to Peacock? I do, but not premium. It said I had to have premium to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, NBC like had the rights to the Super Bowl, so yeah. That's of course they were gonna do that. Yeah, so whatever. But yeah. I only watched like I, I started like midway through second quarter, so I didn't watch the whole thing, but we mainly started watching it to see the halftime show, and then oh, the halftime show was awesome. I got caught up in <laughs> oh, the cool. the drama of the you know right in the third quarter, things got spicy. And- well, I mean, it's a like like if you watched all the playoffs coming up to the Super Bowl, like all of the teams did not were really good. That were like all those playoff games were really great. Like as far as like football goes, like good football, it was really like you know, back to back and like overtime on some of them. And it was like super close and it was just really good. Like if you appreciate the sport, like it was really fun to watch. So I was really excited to see those teams play. It's a shame that LA won, but whatever. <laughs> I just watched the Super Bowl. Yeah. But it, no, but it, I wanted the Bengals to win as well. Yeah. But it was enjoyable, you know, because it was more of a fairy tale kind of thing. I almost mm-hmm. text. I almost texted you about the halftime show, Jeremy, but I wasn't sure if you were watching it. Because I was, I watch be, it. I was going to be like, dude, Eminem is on the halftime show because <laughs> we used to listen to Eminem. All I the watched time. it. We made a uh, French toast and watched the halftime show. That was the oh. that day. I, I loved. Yeah, I love the halftime show. I thought I, I was. It was the first halftime show I think I've been excited for since Prince. Since Prince did the mm-hmm. halftime show when the Bears were in the were in the Super Bowl against the Colts when it was raining. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was a sad day too. But <laughs> yeah, I, I I watched uh, the uh, the most recent halftime show on YouTube after the Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, they they really seemed like they were sort of playing to you know my or our generation by having yep. you know uh, Fifty Cent, Eminem. Well, the whole I mean, uh, I think the whole thing was playing to our Dre, generation. Like Jess was yeah. just saying that earlier, like. The commercials as well, like I was saying, like mm-hmm. fucking Austin Powers and like the Sopranos <laughs> and like and like Scrubs and like all these other yeah. like reunions. It was like, like elder millennial cable guy, yeah. cable guy, also, also. the cable yeah. guy. Yeah, 
It was like nearly Generation X, but it was like on the verge of like Elder Millennium. What, what was the X. Scrubs commercial for? Uh, he and Donald Faison live next to each other. Uh, yeah, I don't Zach even and... remember what the what the item was. But... I don't either, yeah. but they were like out <laughs> dancing hand in hand, and then they went uh, to their houses that were next door. Well, like one of them like That's fucked up and cute. bought the wrong thing, right? And like ended up spending a, spending a bunch more money, but the other one bought another thing, and uh, and they like and that was like the Classic. joke of it. I guess they were just leading into them being like uncomfortably good best friends that the whole, the whole show did at the same time right so, and yeah. the austin powers thing was like get a ele- get a get electric cars and take over the world you know it was like what it uh, was what it was basically they convinced that, yeah. dr evil that he had to first save the world with electric vehicles and then he could huh. conquer the world after he had saved it mm-hmm. that's I cute see. yeah, yeah. were there any video game related commercials and like only i remember the sonic the hedgehog movie I didn't see yeah. I didn't see that one. I must have been going to the bathroom when it was on, but I never I didn't see no, the there trailer. Wasn't I, like, I, I didn't it was see leaked. a Switch commercial. I mi- I missed the um I, I missed the Doctor Strange uh, trailer also, but I was I was mm. in the other room. But whatever. I mean, honestly, I thought the con- I thought the commercials kind of sucked, and there was way too much crypto bullshit in there. But <laughs> there's a lot of crypto. That's the time that oh, we live in. No, that's too oh, bad, man. It was uh uncomfortably. I'd say it's not. What fifteen to twenty percent of the commercials were crypto? I would I would Maybe say forty percent even. Yeah, no, I mean wow. there was there was a lot of crypto in there. Like it like, really was the, like yeah. Honestly, like one of the best slash funniest commercials as far as like your mom's going to show it to you on YouTube in three years and be like, this commercial was hilarious. Is going to be the the Larry David one. That's crypto. Yep. And it's yeah. all about him being a curmudgeon and like uh, rejecting things throughout history. Like oh, the wheel. That's not yeah, great. Like going back to like prehistoric times, and then like eventually, you know, he's like, "Well, I also don't think crypto is going to take off." It's like, "Don't be like Larry." Uh, okay. Get on the crypto train. That's dot com. I'm something like that's, that. That's, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of funny, but I'm also disappointed in Larry David. <laughs> I am. Yeah, right? I am absolutely. But to be fair, he never buys it so or endorses crypto. it with the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, well, I, th- I think the worst one was the QR code that kept floating and, and changing colors for like 10 minutes in hopes that you would scan the TV to see what it was talking about. I heard about that, but I didn't uh, notice it. God, that one was so irritating. But uh, That's obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that one. I was like, I know what you're doing, and I'm not going to do it. I don't care. Was what that on like, the actual the same broadcast? Way. Oh, yeah. No, it was. Or was it during the commercials? Yeah. It, was, I, it was on the broadcast, and yeah, it felt the same way. I'm like, I know what you're trying I to get me to do, it. and I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not scanning maybe your stupid uh, QR code. Maybe <laughs> then they chickened out at the end, and then they, they said what the ad was for at the end. Yeah, they should have just said nothing. Maybe it's good that you missed the Doctor Strange trailer, because there's just they introduce a new arc in that where Doctor Strange gets really into crypto. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, uh, NFTs. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be next Super Bowl. I have all this extra yeah. brain power I could use to mine Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> what? I need your help. I've seen all these, all these, all these millions of different, different Bitcoins, and only one of them right. are good. Right. In, in, yeah. in, you know, invest in only this one. Ethereum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's got to be ethereum i mean nft <laughs> but uh yeah no yeah we got sidetracked on the super bowl but yeah the, the action wrestling game is cool um like i said Wanda, they took all my apes <laughs> <laughs> sorry go on oh it's fine. I'm so sorry it's gonna be the crypto bowl in like three years and we're all gonna be sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it i believe it yeah the one more thing i want to say about the wrestling game is uh you could probably play it with the n64 controller if you wanted to you just have to oh. change like maybe one button 
because it's only A, B, and Y. So you'd have to make Y one of the C buttons, and then you can. And all, all, all that Y really does is just uh, where you change your focus from one character to another. And also, when you get the power-ups, you can use a power-up to automatically stand up when you get knocked down, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. That's another thing you can do. But uh, the one thing that kind of sucks about it is there's not really a career mode. Like, you just play whatever matches you want. You can set up, like, Royal Rumbles or, mm. like, five-on-five tag matches and stuff like that. But there's no, like, story progression. They, they said that there was right. going to be a, a gauntlet added later, so maybe that's kind of a story thing. So that was a bit of a shame because I really liked the way it played, and I like how you could download all these characters. I just I wish that like this and Wrestle Wrestling Empire would like have a baby. I would like to, I want the I want the like story mode from Wrestling Empire and I want the way you play the game from action from action arcade wrestling to come together and I think that would be one of the best wrestling games I've ever played. So that's uh that'll never happen, but that would be great. Do you so you prefer the control input of AAW to Wrestling Empire? Yeah, I like the controls. Well, just because I understand that one because it's based off the 64 one. I'm still not really sure exactly how the controls work in Wrestling Empire. (laughs) (laughs) And even though I played like 30 hours of it, I'm still not exactly sure what buttons do what. So, I mean, uh, or like how you get up or what what you're doing. This one is very much to the point. It just kind of explains everything to you right up, right out the front. Um, There's a tutorial mode that you go through that's pretty quick that'll, that'll show you like what, what does what. But it's it's very very familiar. Like I said, it's it's very much like the '64 games, and I just like this how you can have all these ridiculous characters in there. Like you can download like Thanos and Captain America and Venom and Car- <laughs> Venom and Carnage and all these other you know, and they look really good. Like they look like who they're supposed to look like. Like I I got like a Bobo from from Double Dragon in there also. Uh-huh. Oh cool. And it's just funny that Grogu is like so tiny. Like it's just this this little tiny like it's just the Baby Yoda in the ball and the floating ball. And that's oh, and somehow you do moves with that and yeah it's I really got a kick out of it just and and I guess it's been out for other systems so some of these characters were made like going as far back as into like 2019 but they're wow. but it's like cross it's like you know cross system download or whatever you can download any character that anybody's ever uploaded to the internet so sure. there's a so there's a shit ton of them to pick from is what I'm saying so yeah. that's, and and you can still download them on like the Switch version of the game yeah no I'm saying that's the version I've been playing is the Switch version and I downloaded yeah, that's cool they give you like a limit. You get a limit of downloading 120 wrestlers per day, <laughs> which is like <laughs> that's that's so many. Oh, all like, right, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think hey, that's that, only five an hour. Come I on. downloaded like <laughs> I downloaded like 30, like on the front, like uh, on the second, like first or second day that I had the game. So I downloaded right. 30 at once. But I'm not. I'm like I'm not going to download 120 in one day. Like that's yeah. so many. <laughs> but I think that's funny that it has like a it has like an hour. that you can only do 120. Like if you try to do more than that, you can't do it. <laughs> But I did have it a couple. Is... I did have a couple problems with it. It did actually. It, it like the the game crashed twice when I tried to download Cinder from uh, Killer Instinct, so I couldn't get that character <laughs> in there. Maybe maybe because he was all on fire. I really wanted him. I tried it twice and it died both times. Same with when was, I was trying was, to download Big Bird. It, for... it crashed on that as well. <laughs> so I don't know. Probably oh, no, more assets. <laughs> It's actually really cool that that functionality is still available on the Switch. I feel like there's a lot of fighting games that have like that have like downloadable custom characters on like the steam version and then they remove that functionality for the uh for the switch version of the game rivals of ether actually does that they have a really robust steam workshop support but uh but none of that is is on the switch for you know obvious reasons right they, they actually well, i mean I, think- it, I was saying the older in the older nintendo days a lot of that happened as well like i remember uh what was it mortal Kombat armageddon which i uh-huh. which i played on playstation 2 
if right. you if you hooked your PS2 up to the internet because you had to put an Ethernet cable in, in there and all that, uh, you could connect to the internet and you could play made characters that people made like online. You could make it only just custom characters, wow. and, and that was really fun. But of course, when Mortal Kombat uh, Armageddon came to Wii. They removed that thing. You couldn't play online anymore, <laughs> so you couldn't play any of the homemade. So, so a right. lot of times they have oh, done wow. that, where they took out the the fun stuff, like Time Splitters was like some of my favorite games, mm-hmm. but they never had online for the GameCube because they took that out when they ported it. To right. them. So it's like, well, think of uh, Dreams, which was I think was that last year or the year before. It was a big hit on. Uh, the, think, I think that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, the PS five or yeah. the PS four. It was, it, it was it was twenty twenty. No, no dream, yeah, dreams. It was, it was early twenty twenty. Dreams yeah. was twenty twenty because it was on my it was on my like best songs of twenty twenty yeah. WRT radio okay. that I did. But that game, like at first, kind of seemed like oh, this is like the finally the console version of like you know all the cool stuff you could get through PC mods and stuff. Like you could finally just get you know a custom built Mario game from the ground up for the PlayStation. And uh-huh. there was a lot of that. You know, they were all proof of concept. Nobody had yeah. time to really make a good thing before. Somehow Nintendo got in there and convinced Sony to take those a lot of those games down. Which oh, oh the Nintendo, me. yeah, the ones that look like Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah. sounds sounds like Nintendo. Which is yeah. sad because like it was entirely user generated. So yeah, but yeah, for somebody made Mario Maker in Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> they probably did. That yeah. does sound amazing. They did, and it was obviously once again a proof of concept. But they made it to where you open the game and then you were creating levels yeah. with. One of the only things I've seen in in dreams is like a game somebody made where you're like SpongeBob, right? And you're like mm. bound, and you're like jumping on platforms of Bikini Bottom, and then you get to the top of the hill, and like SpongeBob looks down the other side of the hill, and then and then the camera changes, and he's just looking down into a top down view of the church from undertale uh, <laughs> and then it, and then the camera pans back to spongebob and sans appears next to him and just pushes him down into the church <laughs> wow uh, and then Mega and then megalovania starts playing and that's uh <laughs> nice that's Incredible. uh yeah the pope shows up <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> um yeah dream seems really cool that's <laughs> Well, yeah, I've got to say. I was gonna say, didn't 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 they want to shut that stuff down on Dreams so they could because of that the game that what was it that you got, Jeremy? I forgot what it was called already, but the one where you could there was like kind of like the Labo um, graphics, but you could make the game. Oh, Game Builder Garage. Game Builder yeah, Garage. Game Builder yeah, Garage. yeah. Maybe yeah, they're shutting it down Garage. because that was gonna come. Which I guess yeah. there were some interesting stuff on there, but whatever. That's true. I didn't ever think about that. I, I missed the Game Builder Garage boat. I I wanted that, and then I never ended up grabbing. It's it. cheap. Yeah, I thought about it. Well, Jeremy bounced off of it pretty quickly, and and I didn't like how hard yeah. it was to search for stuff. I mean, you can you can like tag people and follow them later, but there's not like a there's not a hub, there's not like a search hub where you sure. can just like find stuff. And I, I know mean, at this point, I've bought a lot of game creation suites that I've not really done well with. <laughs> I mean, I've built built some stuff in Minecraft in my day. That was cool. I've done a couple Mario Maker levels, but yeah, I literally have like software where I can make an NES game, and I've never even try to use it trey also right. has that software but uh yeah no that's kind of that's kind of how it was with the uh, aw it's like uh there's the ability to make wrestlers but there's so many made already that i'm like well but there are a couple that are missing there's some cup there is a favorite of mine from aw that's not in there so i 
thought about making her because I was really sad that Nyla Rose wasn't in there. But uh, but yeah, that's a uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's a that's AEW AAW. I think it's cool. It's only a couple bucks, but if you want to play something where you can download everything in there, it's good. And you can actually create your own federation, so you can kind of like categorize your characters and sort of like organize them in that way. So when you're trying to pick them, you'd be like, oh, here's all the AEW ones, here's all the Marvel ones, or here's all the WWEs or whatever, you know, like, so you can, you can do that and you can design belts too, as well, and your own rings. And it was a lot of stuff. I just wish there was a career mode on there. Sure. But I think uh, my game, my game of the week, which is the one I've been playing the most, is uh, Power Slave Exhumed, which Power Slave Ooh. is actually named after an Iron Maiden song, is, is what is what I read. But uh, Power Slaved is an old first-person shooter game, which, like I said earlier, I love old first-person shooter games. It was for PlayStation 1 and Sega Saturn, and I guess there was a PC version as well. And I'd never heard about it before, but it's done by um, Night Dive Studios, which they they do incredible work. They're the same ones that, like, redid uh, Turok 1 and 2. They did uh, Shadow Man as well. Uh, I Basically, I'll buy anything that they make, because I think they do an incredible job uh, recreating old games. And uh, retro first-person shooters are, like, my favorite thing. And uh, Power Slave Exhumed actually really surprised me because it's actually kind of like Metroid Prime before Metroid Prime. Because it's a first-person shooter Metroidvania game, which is really weird. Like, I did not expect that. And I was afraid that I might bounce off of it because most of the retro first-person shooter stuff that I'm into is like the the kill-everything games, as Jeremy would call it. But those those are the ones (laughs) where I like, where you just go through the level, you know, you you kill all the guys, you go to the next level, you kill all the guys, you go to the next level. Uh You know, like the basic Doom Quake you know, Duke Nukem style like stuff. Sure. But but this game is a it's a Metroidvania and you have to actually have to backtrack in it. But there's a map there's a map mode where you can kinda like pick where you're gonna go. So you don't actually not everything's connected. So it's much easier to go from one thing to another to another. And like everything is everything is pixel based. Like all the characters are not polygonal. They're all pixels. So you know as you move they turn with you and all that stuff. And uh and yeah, it's it's cool. Like you'll go and you'll find a new ability. Like you'll get like a higher jump, and then you can jump to stuff that you couldn't get to before. And there's like a base area that's called Karnak that you keep going back to, and you'll find different exits that'll take you to different places. And uh-huh. it's really cool. I've I've been playing the shit out of it, and I'm definitely I'm gonna play through this game all the way because I have really been enjoying it. Oh, cool. And it, it it's like an Egyptian setting. And it, it feels like if you watch the intro of it, it kind of feels like an '80s movie where they're like, "We got like the best fighters to go and like go into these like ancient <laughs> Egyptian tombs and fight like the spirits of whatever." And you know, there's like there's like mummies that you kill, and there's these like naked cat ladies that are fucking terrifying that will destroy <laughs> you if you don't kill them quick enough. Like seriously, they will destroy your health bar. But you can get like you know you can get like e tanks like you would in Metroid, like and build up your build up your life so you're stronger and. And you get, I guess you eventually get the ability to fly and like, uh, you know, like I got the ability to like walk on lava so I can like go, so I can go and see different things that I wasn't able to do. And it's, it's okay. kind of, it's kind of that sort of thing where you like build up your powers as you go. And, uh, and yeah, you can return to any level whenever you want. There's like, there's like one boss level that after you beat the boss, the boss never shows up again. So you can go back there and get your like health refilled all the way and get all your weapons re- refilled all the way as well. So that's one I kind of like jump into and just go through and get out of that whenever I'm going to the next thing. So that's pretty cool. Sure. But nice. But yeah, it looks really nice. Like it's you know they updated all the all the sprites look really nice. Like they do like the the um they they did the same thing with Shadow Man where like uh you know whenever they fire a projectile there's like the light around it where it lights out the lights up the hallway as it like comes through uh-huh. and all that stuff. Oh and, neat. Yeah. 
and you, you kill a lot of spiders and wasps and stuff like that. There's little characters <laughs> that are really annoying at the beginning, but but there's but there's a pretty there's a good variety of uh, of different of different enemies in there that you fight and uh like I said it kind of it kind of feels like Metroid Prime almost like way before where it's like all about exploration and all that stuff and finding the next power up and getting to the next thing and all that stuff. And there's like secret items like which is kind of similar to Turok I guess where if you get all of your uh you get enough stuff to build a computer to actually be able to contact somebody I guess there's a different ending like if you if you do that so that's what I'm that's what I'm trying uh, to do is like try to put together a transmitter, like different transmitter parts, uh-huh. to to uh, to call somebody and you get a different thing because of that. But it, it's it's like 19.99, you know. Maybe that's a little bit more yeah, right. for what you expect. But I mean, I'm worth I'm paying it because I know that like that night dive put a lot of extra effort into the game because of that, and you know I have no problem buying it. That was when I, I automatically got it because uh, I love the, I love those guys. Yeah, I feel like sometimes like it's just worth a premium for something that's just so specifically your jam, you know? Oh yeah. I can relate. I mean, this isn't, it's not a, it's not like a straight port. Like they actually, they put time into it and apparently they, cause I guess the Sega Saturn version and the PlayStation one version were different from each other. And they took, they took the good parts of both of them and stuck them together. That is, yeah, is, that is sounds what, like is what I heard. The twenty, yeah. Like the same That's thing cool. with uh, Shadow Man. Like there's actually there's bosses in there that weren't in the sixty four one that were like oh. concept art that didn't actually <laughs> exist, but they made it and put it in the game. Which I'm like, I love that shit. So That's I have cool. no problem paying extra for that because I know that they put the love into it, and it's and plus it has like a shit ton of options. Like you can change whether your character like bobs up and down while you run and all that and like like you know turning speed and i've actually been using a lot of the gyroscopic aiming also to just kind of like you know just give that little extra tweak to hit the character in the right spot and all that and right it's been a lot of fun nice. i got nice. i was playing it at work the other day and i had a co-worker that was like dude is that doom i'm like no that's exhumed or that's a <laughs> I'm like that's power slave man <laughs> it's a game nobody heard of but it's really cool i, I never heard of it but i was excited to play it just because it's a retro first person sure. shooter thing the the only thing that kind of sucks is uh you can't save whenever you want like uh, like on shadow man uh, so that's kind of that's kind of sucks and uh it doesn't auto save whenever you go to the map mode and there's like checkpoints in within each level that you'll come back to whenever you die but i don't think it saves at the checkpoint so you have to finish the whole level if you want to turn off the okay. game and come back which is weird that they didn't do that because most games that they've redone you can save wherever you want to but this uh-huh. one doesn't have that. So I thought that was a weird thing. But maybe that because they thought it was specific to the gameplay or something. I don't know. But but aside from that, it's great. The weapons are cool. Like there's like there's flamethrowers and Ooh. you get you get like a Egyptian like a cobra stick that you can shoot magic out of and stuff like that. So it's cool. <laughs> nice. Cool. But yeah, I recommend that one. That's my pick of the week for sure. And uh this one I don't want to talk long about just because I'm really sad that I finally got it, but uh, Mario Kart 8 finally fucking broke me, and I bought Mario Kart 8 for you Nintendo Switch. You bought it so quick. Switch. I really thought <laughs> you were going to get at least give me the chance to buy it for you, because I was going to buy oh, it. Oh, that's nice. You don't, you don't have to buy it for me. Well, this is this is so why... It was going to be in a while, not like right away. Well, this, this is... Well, I'm saying I didn't expect anybody to buy it for me, but the reason that I bought it was because I am I was looking at like the games to come that I'm going to be playing. Like, in, You know, March is a pretty, is a pretty packed month you know we got we got chocobo racing which i'm really excited about that's like the first week for me you know plus two oh nice plus uh plus triangle strategy as well as like that same week and and then there's like rune factory five which i might get into and also like kirby and the and the lost uh whatever (laughs) kirby and the lost island or whatever whatever. it's called (laughs) yeah (laughs) i forget what it's kirby and but it doesn't matter i don't even remember what i lost this game is so (laughs) 
Yeah. Non-directional. But I just realized that there's all <laughs> I just realized that there's all these games coming out that I'm interested in. I was like, you know what? I should just buy it now. I'm like, I should buy it right now. So then I don't have to worry about buying it in the middle of all these other games. So that's why I did it now. Because the the DLC, the booster pack DLC is coming out like on the eighteenth. And that's like almost oh. right between Kirby and Chocobo Racing. So I'm like Right. I'm like, I don't want to spend that extra 60 bucks, which I'm already... And I found out that Chocobo Racing is actually 50 instead of 60, so that's cool. And there's also a demo, there's a light version that you can play without owning the game. You can try it out, and you only have access to a couple characters and a couple races. But John and Jeremy can give it a try for free. But I'm, but I'm really, I'm just saying, I'm really, I'm the one who's like fully sold on it. But I'm, I'm I'm pretty pumped for it because God, I love Chocobo Racing on the PS1. And that's one of like I rented it from Blockbuster, right? And I returned it like an idiot. And uh, and like that's one of those games that I just like miss sometimes. It's, it's like, so, oh, I wish I could. It's play so that expensive game. too. Like I tried, I yeah. tried to look into getting it. Like once I saw it announced for the Switch, I was like, well, maybe I can pick up the original one for cheap. Nope, it's it's not it's not cheap in any way. Right? Yeah, the Blockbuster late fees would have just been so much less in retrospect. <laughs> like, I just be recall it being one of those games that was in the glut of kart racers on like PS One. Like it, they it discussed so a bad much. Time. Yeah, and so like with. I, I'm sure it wasn't at the exact same time, but like episode one racer was just like that's a good game. Uh, that I was so the absurd. Hell out of that game, yeah. Well, no, I it, loved upgrading my pod racer and all that stuff. I'm not yeah. certainly shitting on it. Like I'm talking about not sorry, not episode one racer. The uh, there was a cart bombad racer. racers. That yeah. was that was, that oh, was yeah, a cart yeah. one. Yeah, I never played that. That's one. what I mean. Yeah, the uh, one with the big head. I'm not sure if it was the same time, but just yeah, there was a lot of cart racers out there and. This yeah. one probably just got lost in it chocobo for me. racing, though. Like, man, like you were a little chocobo with rollerblades. Like that was that was <laughs> enough of a selling point for me. But also You're racing. Just, yeah. So some <laughs> of the some of the unlockables were were just like so great to me. Like you could unlock just like a sprite of the airship from Final Fantasy VI. Like, as oh, that's okay. great. Actually, yeah, uh, one, cool. of, one of the main reasons that I want to play the new one on Switch is the fact that Terra's in there as a character and you can race in the in the like armor that she uh, that she uses. Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, Magitek Magitek armor. Armor. Yeah. yeah, the Magic Tech oh, armor is yeah. her racer. And there's also story mode and she's one of the main, like you can do a Terra story mode. That's how much I'm aching for more Final Fantasy VI content because I <laughs> feel like we never get any of it. And that's the one that I love more than any of the other ones. So I do love how they're they're like, yeah, we're, we're releasing a free version of the game. But if you want to play as VV, you need to give us 50 US dollars. <laughs> wow. And it might work. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might I, work. I guess they're, uh, this is like a news item too, but I guess they're doing like a free, like like the fr- the first year of the season pass or something is free. So you get to, you get to download Cloud and Squall for free or something like that. Oh, if you buy the full okay. version. Like I, I saw, I saw okay. some stuff about that, but. I'm, I'm excited, but regardless, I got, I got, I got Mario Kart eight early and I beat and I beat it. I, I, I went I went through all well, I went through all the races on 150 cc. So I got credits. Okay, on, nice on Mario Kart eight. So I was just trying to. Oh, you did it on 150. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I played I played through all of it on 150, and I and I got credits. And I've also been playing Mario Kart seven on 3ds because the games are very similar. So it, that reminded me of it because Mario Kart seven was the was the first game that did the things that Mario Kart eight is doing, like with the underwater and the flying and yeah. and mm-hmm. the and the customizing your your cart with different parts and, and wheels and all that stuff. So and being mobile, 
Yeah, and well, <laughs> it wasn't originally mobile. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it kind of was. But maybe. Mario Kart Eight finally, you know, finally destroyed me. So I was, I just was like, I, I, I just, I need to, I get it now because there's not really any big games coming around out right now, and the next one I'm gonna spend like full price on. It's gonna be Chocobo. So honestly, if not for so Bowser's just, Fury, yeah. I was gonna buy you Mario Kart Eight for Christmas, and I almost kind of wish I had because oh. then you. <laughs> But but I liked I liked Bowser's Fury. That was fun too. I, yeah. I I played it on the plane on my way to getting COVID. It was great. <laughs> on my way there, and, <laughs> my way there and back of getting COVID. Hey, that fun DLC time. was free. Yeah, <laughs> it was downloaded wirelessly. It was great. But that's but that's that's my stuff. I know we're uh, kind of long in here, but we can make it through, right? I can get through it pretty quick here because we've talked about a lot of what I played. Um, okay, I played a little bit of Stardew this week. It's just my new obsession. I I. Every couple of years, I get back into it. So I don't even need to get into any details other than to say I only have to complete the the fishing quest and then I've finished the uh, community center, which for me is that's when you beat the game because uh, you're going to get married and have kids before that. So I'm already there. I have, My first kid's been born. Her name is Lemonade. I don't know why. <laughs> Great. Why we were not? thirsty at the time. Why I, married, <laughs> I married Haley, which is the sister of the person I married my first playthrough. So. Oh, she's like the really snooty blonde one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, I was, I was, I was like courting her when I played. I, I tried to get into Stardew Valley, and I eventually stopped playing because the days are so short that it makes me anxious, which is like the opposite of what Stardew yeah. Valley is supposed to do. I was like, oh, I got to get down to the docks and fish and do this and that. Oh, shit, I don't have enough time. And I it just stressed me out. But uh, but during that time, I was, you know, giving Haley gifts and stuff because I wanted yep. to marry her. I've learned in my second playthrough, and I would tell this to any new player, like, just focus on the community center. Don't care about anything else because that's going to unlock all these quality of life improvements uh-huh. that are going to make the rest yeah. of the game fun. Like, the mine carts are huge. Like, get those, like, as soon as you can. And get the greenhouse. Like the greenhouse is great because oh. winter isn't a total waste if you have the greenhouse, you know. So winter isn't a total waste. You can make it work for you. I've been starting to grow winter seeds, so I get to keep using my sprinklers and stuff. But really, ultimately, it's about upgrading your yourself to to not hate what you're doing. <laughs> That's sure. my my second playthrough of Stardew. I was like, I'm not gonna hate this game this time i'm not going to be like okay well, i'm going to sit here and water all these flowers but, but you I love it these crops but i do love it but i was like i'm going to get those fucking sprinklers as soon as i can i was gonna say right. you, you put like 300 hours into this game and you're like i this time i'm gonna not hate it i was like you obviously don't well, hate it's because it. Played it i so mean much. i've said it over and over again on the show i love grinding yeah and this game like is one of the most it's the farming grind viscerally <laughs> satisfying yeah like, viscerally satisfying grinding games i've ever played and um and you're you're you have all these meters that are constantly judging your progress from, from in game you know day to day so uh-huh I just uh, I just keep playing it over and over again, and I played it on a tablet this time to like experience the touch screen controls. And okay, it's fine. Like I'm gonna probably play it on PC eventually because I've never played it in the original. You're 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 like me in Street Fighter too. Like I buy it for like every system that I have ever. It's like every time you get a new system that has Street Fighter on, it's like I gotta buy it for that too. <laughs> it's one of the best games ever made. I mean, I I easily would put it in my top three for the last decade at least um but anyway sort of adjacent to stardew is rune factory 4 which i bought the 
the, the deluxe version on the switch it's not quite as intuitive it's not quite as uh easy to switch between your items that's one thing that's been kind of holding me back from playing that ah. because they keep adding new elements like well now you can farm well now you've got your scythe and you can harvest more effectively and now you have a hammer and you can break down stumps in the field and well now you have an axe and you can cut down so they, they keep adding all these new tools and stuff which is great but the actual act of switching between your tools and your items is just so tedious to me. Like, I don't know if there's some way to make it better. And I imagine it worked better on the 3DS because you had that touch screen right. as an interface, which probably made it better. But I need to maybe explore the controls a little bit because I just kind of been kind of standing back from this game this week because I was happy to have all the new elements added, but then it became really daunting to actually like hit the L button go into the menu and then switch to my new tool that I need to use for this particular, you know, pixel of the ground, this particular tile. And that gets old really fast when you're used to playing something like Stardew or Minecraft, where you just switch on the fly and just keep going. So I still love this game and I want to get more into it because I do plan on buying Rune Factory 5 when that comes out. So Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still kind of on the fence. My view on that changes but... in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, the, the, the listeners will know. But as of now, I plan on buying uh, Rune Factory 5 day one. I've not preloaded it. I haven't done that yet. But the plan is still <laughs> solid to buy that. Well, it's still it, the fun yes. thing about preloading stuff on Switch is they still won't charge you until the week of. So if you uh, if you preload it now, you, you won't. That's which, true. Which kind of sucks, too. I, I miss when they would just charge you right off the bat, because if you're trying to, like, budget your money, you could just be like, I'm going to pay for it now, and then it'll yeah. be taken No, I agree. That's why of, writing like, checks sucks so much, because yeah. you're like... You, might, just you like, might forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just, like, uh, cash my check already, please. Thanks. Right. Then I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. I My rent every month, I'm like, God damn it. Just cash my check. <laughs> Yeah, I would because I I would do that on a bunch of games. Like if when I had like some extra money, I would just be like, "Well, I want to buy these games that are coming out later," but you can't you can't do it anymore. So it's like, yeah, like I've I've been waiting. Like I'm I'm going to wait to pre-order Live Alive, but like, yeah, Live Alive. I I want to get that. Like right, yeah. I'm so excited about that. It is Live Alive. Yeah, it is officially pronounced Live Alive. Live Alive. Whatever. I wasn't trying to be like, no, you said it wrong. But I was like, no, I'm I'm excited about that game. Yeah. He he did say Live Alive in the trailer, and that's the first time we've heard that said like officially in English. Yeah. I've been I've been (laughs) pronouncing it Live Alive since I was like 13 years old. Live Alive. It's like yeah, no, I'm. It's like Ryu and Ryu, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So incredibly pumped for that. That was probably like my highlight of the direct. Oh yeah. That uh, Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, because the Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, no, uh, and what I was saying earlier about uh, Power Slave and all that, like that's the same thing with like Live Alive. It's like fifty dollars, but they did the two yeah. D HD and all that. I'm fine with it. I'm paying. I'm paying. Yeah, 50 yeah, for no, it. I, yeah. It's 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 worth the fifty to me. They I, obviously I did a lot. Twenty five alive. Just half of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the A's in there for free. Yeah, yeah, the A's free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a deal. That's a bargain, right? Yeah, there. but it's the same sort of thing. Where it's like I, I think originally when we talked about the direct, I thought it was like twenty five dollars, but no, it's actually it's actually fifty. So. But it's, yeah. but I was, but they I was did, hoping for they did so much yeah. to make it cool, so I'm fine with it. I was hoping for forty, but I'll I'll shell out the fifty. Like it's especially for the states, it's essentially a brand new game. I mean, you have to you have to support you have to support support these uh, games that never came out, the, these old ass games that never came to America. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like yeah, and and like o- and Octopath too. Octopath was like fifty or sixty. And uh, and it felt worth that price at the time, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 cool with 
with Live Alive for for that price. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to play it. Oh, and uh, and and I I didn't get to say it, but uh, Chocobo Racing is like is like from a hundred dollars to three hundred dollars right now if you have it <laughs> on on eBay. So oh, the PS one. Sh- that's that's uh. what I was trying to get at earlier. Is uh, that it's incredibly expensive. That's why uh, right when I saw that it was announced for Switch, I was like, oh, I should get that. And I was like, oh, it's fucking expensive. It's like a hundred bucks to some are selling it for three hundred dollars. So never should have cool. given that back to blockbuster god <laughs> yeah it's fucking it's not it's not a cheap game like even not sealed like just regular just with the card sure. and all that oh somebody's selling a sealed one for four thousand dollars so uh wow so, <laughs> so there you go <laughs> i literally almost did a spit take right there yeah. i know <laughs> selling it for 399 399 well i could definitely wrap up the rest of my uh plays this week pretty quick because it's mostly okay. been these sim games i love so much including arceus <laughs> beat mario 3 special edition just because i uh re-downloaded the uh famicom app which i didn't realize i had oh, gotten okay. rid of at some point i deleted that or maybe when i switched it's probably more likely when i switched sd cards i just never re-downloaded the famicom app but uh, i was like what's this mario special edition that just got revealed and it was uh it's literally like you start a world eight with a bunch of items and you can just like plunge through it and defeat the game. If you've never beaten Mario three, I recommend it. I got through it. I beat Bowser. It was really easy. It took me maybe 20 minutes, but it was fun. These little special modes are cool. Cool little additions to the uh, NSO. Um, Likewise, I've been playing Zelda one on the Famicom because I just love that game so much. You know, I play it on my portable, my game and watch I bought recently and I play it on every platform. I can get it because that for me is just like comfort food. It's it's your Zen Zen game. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little munch, little nibble. So I'm on (laughs) the fourth castle on the, the Famicom version. And I just kind of did that without even thinking about it. I'm just like, oh, I'm playing Zelda now, I guess. And of course, the text is different and the sound is a little different and the sprites are a little different. Oh, yeah. yeah. For the most part, the only thing that's really different is the loading. There's actually like loading huh. between when you go in rooms and stuff because oh, it was weird. originally because this floppiness. Yeah. yeah. Uh... So that's kind of an interesting thing to check out. But for the most part, I'm just playing Zelda again and having a, a slightly like a Berenstain, Berenstain kind of experience with it. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I said at the top, I was the, the what I say, I was a witchy watchy. Yeah. yeah, I watched all of uh, The Witcher season two. Finally, I've been putting off watching <laughs> The Witcher two. I really liked season one. I never so. watched any of them. So I put off the whole show. I guess I, well, I put off the game too, which I said earlier. Well, I've waited for a while to play to watch the second season it's been out for a few months now and i finally did and i loved it like i couldn't put it down like i literally in two days i got all the way through the season and what more i want more i've been it wasn't quite as cerebral as the first season but i think maybe a good thing i watched and enjoyed the first season i'm not on netflix now as a cost-saving measure i'm oh, trying right. to not do more than four i get it you, you services you're like the time. one you're the one percent well i guess it, I, honestly i'm actually on my partner's uh netflix okay. account I'm they convinced my, me to I'm like a, cancel mine and just use theirs yeah i'm on my i'm on my wife's too so I don't so I don't pay for Netflix. That's one of the one of the few things I don't pay for, even though I have like way too many other streaming services, but we don't have to talk about that. But yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, pay I pay def- thirty I pay $30 a month to watch wrestling. So we we don't we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Devin Devin and I are actually like canceling our subscription at the end of this month. We did watch Murderville before that happened, and that was dope. I thought that was pretty good. I watched a couple Mur- of those there. Yeah, Murderville yeah. so good. Murderville yeah, it's so funny. Good. 
I was dying that that whole watch through. I'm not normally a binger, but like I wound up watching it kind of separately from them, but also with them because they would go through all the episodes first. And then I, you know, would get home from work or whatever and want to watch Murderville. And I'm not normally a binger, but like I would finish an episode after laughing my ass off and then immediately be like, hey, you want to you want to do the next episode? You want to yeah. do the next episode? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love Murderville. I thought it was great. Yeah. I need to check that out. Yeah, I don't know how much. I haven't even haven't you heard about it? Part of our lives, but uh, yeah, the only other show I've been watching recently, I guess, is we're gonna like just go off the rails a little bit here. But like, we've sure. been off the rails the Bat- whole episode. I had to watch. I had to watch. <laughs> I had to watch baskets. I had to our watch baskets to see. <laughs> because of Louis Anderson passing kind of recently, and like hmm. hearing so many good things, and also you know, obviously there's a confliction because the guy who produced the first two seasons is. Louis C.K. So that's kind of, but after all the, uh, well, I guess, especially when he came forward and said the allegations were true, the, the, the uh, writing team officially like broke off and found a new producer for like season three. Okay. So there's a total of four seasons. I'm in season three now that Louis Anderson is as the mom, as Christine baskets is a, is a great character. And I, I, didn't realize it would be as funny as it was. It's so funny. Okay. Nice. I've been wanting to watch that show. It. It's on Hulu. Well, I think a Hulu premium or whatever you got to have to see it. But sure. I highly recommend checking it out. It's like a really, I don't know. It's like you would think they would just lean into like Louis Anderson's playing, you know, Zach's mom. So let's just like be hilarious with it constantly. But no, it's just like Louis Anderson plays the mom and that character becomes the star of the show eventually. Huh. And it's just like a really natural thing, and it's kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, I mean, but I was talking about gaming related stuff. So Witcher <laughs> is great, and I, I actually kind of made me want to go back and play the game. So I was saying that earlier, like play it on your if Switch. I could, if I could navigate <laughs> the cross save, I would like to try to play it on PC. I, no, I, because the, the frame rate and stuff. I don't know. Oh, it bothers just, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it, I, it just it, it it looks like it's supposed to be so much better, and yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. it's like. I feel like I'm purposefully forcing myself like a black metal artist or something. Like I'm using the worst possible equipment to play. Like, right. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't sure. want to do that. I wouldn't, I want to actually experience the Witcher sure. three on some good hardware. I, I yeah. I mean, I, I was like, I don't know. I just, it didn't really do much for me. Like even on, I don't obviously don't care about graphics, but story-wise and characters i just didn't care maybe i didn't maybe i didn't play it enough but i didn't give a shit about anybody in the game <laughs> did, you, did you ever did you ever play the first and second ones no no yeah uh, okay. I, I don't know how much that matters honestly but i've i haven't bothered with three because i never played the first yeah. two it, it's and one I, of those things that i i thought about doing that as a patreon or something about talking about games that we've decided to give up on and witcher 3 was one that i've just huh. given up on I sure. think I'll never play through it, and I don't really care. It's fine. I have enough stuff on my backlog that <laughs> I'm fine with just being done with it. Uh, for me, the only thing that I did new this week, game-related, was uh, I watched the Shenmue anime, and oh, I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it because I think last week I mentioned that I had some trouble with my uh, Crunchyroll. I just, I just mm. don't have Crunchyroll Premium anymore, and I don't want to watch the free version because there's so many commercials in there. So yeah. Yeah, the ads didn't bother me so much. Um, there was just so but, many of them when I was trying to watch it, like too many. But it varies. I think um, as a fan of the the original game, you know, I played the original game back when it came out. I have really fond memories of of, of playing through that, and I, I I was really pleased. Like it it doesn't stick 
to the letter of the game. In fact, it brings in some elements of two early on. Oh, um, but I think that that works for the series. Um, How many like, full episodes does Rio spend looking for sailors? <laughs> <laughs> the entire second season is going to be all sailors. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and and there's going to so, be there's going to be a whole season based on the. Uh, the forklift races, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right. Because I'm in for that. I, I, see I would that. watch that full season. Yeah. <laughs> so I've only watched. There's only two episodes out so far, and I don't have Crunchyroll Premium, so I can't watch the second episode yet. I've only seen ah, one episode. Yeah. Um, but it brings in all the characters. Like, um, you know, there's the there's his grandmother. There's the uh, Fukusan, who's kind of I, I don't remember what exactly he is to the family, but he's He's like a the other the other trainee at the dojo, and you know goes through the the story of you know, Lon D uh, kills his father in the first episode. And he, he sets out to figure out who his father was and why Lon D killed his father, and, and he, they even brought in like Tom the hot dog guy. Remember the the uh, Rastafarian hot dog guy who would like dance in the streets and all that stuff. It brought, brings in all that kind of corny stuff and wraps it up in a nice. And a nice package. Like I, I can tell, this is going to be a good quality series, and they're, they're doing justice to the original game. Nice. I would say, if you're a fan of the game, it's it's a must watch. I, w- I want to check it out at some point. Uh, what's what's the animation quality like? Because uh, some I I remember being excited, for example, when I heard that Ace Attorney was getting like an anime series, mm-hmm. and then I and then I watched it, and like I actually I didn't watch it. I just watched the trailers <laughs> for it. And the I've never seen a smaller budget for an anime, <laughs> uh, and I, I'm a little worried about that in regards of Shenmue. Um, I think it looks decent. Like okay, it's not, it's not the best looking anime that I've ever seen. All right, but it does it does justice to the series. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. And I, I just really appreciated how like you know the neighborhood played such a part in in the game because you it was ostensibly an open world game right but it was rather by today's standards a pretty small open world you were just walking around dobuita street in your neighborhood and, uh, but i felt like even 20 years on from my last time really playing through the game i was like i remember this place that's cool huh, that's it, all, it all seemed very familiar um, nice and it brought back you know the music the the themes there's a lot of memorable songs in that game and um yeah it it really it, it does a great job it was not like a rushed a rushed job and you know i kind of was wondering like why why bring shenmue back now i don't i don't know like because mm. there's number number three was what two or three years ago now yeah um like why are they doing the series now i don't know i hope i hope it just means that there's still life left in the series even though i don't think three was as popular as as it could have been yeah um, yeah I'm, I'm really hopeful for it well i think there were there was probably i heard there was some graphic problems with that also or they it just didn't Kind of like Arceus, they like thought it was it should be look better than it actually ended up being. But looking, but looking at the mm-hmm. anime right now, like I think it looks cool. Like, uh, I think the animation looks good. Like, I'm not as seasons in it as uh, in anime as, as you two are, I'm sure. But, but I've seen stuff that looks badly animated. Like, uh, like what was it? Um, the Yakuza house husband or whatever on Netflix, I thought would be cool. And the animation <laughs> was, was really so was really bad on that. So. I that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so it so cool. That. Yeah. But, yeah, but that the really animation was almost like yeah, it was almost like a like a picture like a you know like a flip show and all that. And I'm like, 
a slideshow, uh, and I'm like, uh, I don't like this. But but the animation of Shenmue looks good. Like I I think it looks great. Actually, I was just watching a trailer of it while John was talking, and I think it looks really good. So it makes me want to re up that premium and watch it again. They did House Husband so dirty. Yeah, yeah, House, yeah, House that, was was, big, was that was a really major bad. bummer. Yeah. yeah, I mean the budget slow. He's not working. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do you want to do you want to talk about the Chip and Dale trailer? It's not it's not video game related, but you said it as your opening thing, John. So you might as well mention it. Yeah, well, I, I mentioned the trailer because there is a reference to the video game in the trailer. If you guys oh, see, I didn't a, catch huh. that. I yeah, watched a new Chip and Dale Disney movie coming out. Right? In, so I watched it. I watched it with the sound off at work, so I didn't know exactly what was happening. I thought it was maybe a TV show for Disney Plus, but yeah, there is an yeah. NES in there, and yeah. I caught that. But there's a lot of references and stuff. It was from a, it was from like the Laser Time Facebook group, which I'm on. Those their podcasts are great, so I was like, they liked it, so I was like, it might be good. I don't know. Did we? Know? Yeah, I think it does look good. It's from. Yeah, I guess it was written by, and, and I think it was directed by one of the guys from the Lonely Island, and so uh, it, it it does seem like. Did, it almost we, reminded me of the Lego movie in, the, in its tone and sense of humor. Like they're going to, uh, you know, bring in some actual humor, which is rare for these kind of kid, kids aimed movies. You know, usually they're just like cheap references and uh, like, yeah, we all know. We all have seen like, you know, Garfield and that kind of thing. Smurfs. Yeah, you know, it, it looks like it's not one of those. It looks like it's actually going to be a movie that's maybe made for the people Families. who watched the original show who are now in their late 30s and 40s. and have a good sense of humor. Did so. we know the do we know the premise of this movie before that trailer? Like cuz I didn't. I didn't yeah. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, cuz man it caught it caught me off guard. I was actually a little turned off by that trailer cuz like <laughs> I was like cuz I was expecting like the story of Rescue Rangers but like, you know, as kind of a live action thing. Um and not like uh 30 years later where where are they now like who framed roger <laughs> rabbit kind of thing yeah but well, they're I, dead chipmunks yeah. have a life expectancy of two to six years i mean i <laughs> like like i said i watched it on mute but uh but i like that i like the like where are they where are they now 30 years later like those are my favorite sequel stuff like the the ones that i think are good are the ones instead yeah, of like I, Instead of like having the character be the same character it was like thirty years ago, I'd prefer yeah, to see I, how they've grown over the years and all that. I mean, I did. I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and uh, and I do. I do like that as a premise. I like some uh, something about the Chip and Dale. Tra- I think one thing that actually like irrationally bugged me was was Chip being 2D and Dale being 3D. Like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Jo- yeah, yeah I, I know. Like, you watch it with a sound off. There's a joke about Dale getting the CG surgery. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it was, yeah, it's kind of funny. But, like, oh, it's just, like, it's just so visually jarring to me. It's, like, it's like pick a style. Like, I, I get, like, yeah. the variety is kind of the the point and kind of, like, the gag. But, uh, like, I, I just... It, I I could not process it without like getting upset. I don't know. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but the only CG chipmunks I want to see are Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. <laughs> that's it. You you want to see them in CG? I don't take a hard stance on many things, but damn it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see that, but yeah. No, I mean, it, I did I did feel like it was kind of weird, but I think that's the joke, and like they're just going to keep right, going with yeah. it. I guess. Yeah. The whole I think thing. they're I think they're maybe going to be self. Or what's it? Self-aware, maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they like, do I, a lot of CGI. But I do like. I think, but I do kind of like that. 
I think similarly to Daniel, I I understood that the point was that it was kind of meta and self-referential, mm-hmm. but knowing that that's their intention didn't make it funnier for me. Like I <laughs> yeah. watched I watched that trailer and it's like I can see the potential for it. Yeah, I think it has the potential to be really funny. But if they did that thing where like they put all their best gags in the trailer, oh. they're in trouble because I didn't laugh once. <laughs> yeah. I am, I'm actually in that boat too. Which like, they probably I, did. Yeah. Right. They they might have. Yeah. Like if if the if the funniest joke in that movie was not in that trailer, it could still be like pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um I mean it's it's weird that it's not that it's not premiering theatrically and it's just premiering on Disney Plus. That's always kind of a it has kind of a stacked cast too for that to be true. Oh, um, you know, yeah. you know, you know what though? I did not like the way that John Mullaney's voice sounded coming out of Chip's mouth. Did not, <laughs> <laughs> did not work for me. I love, I love like John Mullaney's like voice acting. Um, I, I love Andy Samberg. Um, yeah. Uh, and like they, they did hearing their voices come out of Chip and Dale was also may, maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe this just isn't for me and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it, it I, I it was an, an an experience for me apparently. <laughs> I, I, I got I got to be careful what I say about them because I'm actually possibly going to be working for Disney Plus next week. So they they, oh. they they gave me they gave me a really heavy background check, like including like links to Whoa. the podcast and all that. So. Whoa. Probably shouldn't say anything bad about it because they might actually listen to this. <laughs> I'm sorry if I just like wrecked yeah. your job. I was no, 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 no. Chip and Dale, great. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just thought about that. That I, I'm actually like may possibly be working for Disney. Plus I, know, I expected week, them so. to dance more. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> they, they gave me like the most ridiculous background check because it's like a because it's, it's like a reality yeah. show thing dealing with kids and they want to make sure I'm not a pedophile and all that. Oh, sense. sure. But sure. they wanted like yeah. all of my social media things. So all of it ties to this podcast and all that. And I'm like, I don't think I ever yeah. said anything like any any bad anything bad on here. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I hope that makes them listen to all 300 some episodes that we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel <laughs> like the the Disney Plus guy like comes up to you is like, "Hey, you're fired, but I love Nintendo, man." I mean, yeah. episode thirty-two, it's great. Yoshi's right. Island, yeah, hidden yeah. gem. I, I, I loved what you I loved what you said about about Paper Mario Color Splash back in like episode seventy-five. <laughs> you're hired. I mean, that's a, that's our most downloaded episode, so I'd like to bring that one back. But uh. uh. Uh, we're, we're, I mean, we've been on this for a long time, but why don't we talk? Why don't we just talk about like the Wii U and the and the 3DS and the eShops that are closing here? Cool. Uh, I think yeah. that's. I mean, that's obviously the big news thing for Nintendo fans. I definitely. I knew it was coming. I've been kind of like buying stuff here and there, on yeah. online on the 3DS because I know eventually it's going to get shut down. But they yeah. event they officially said like a couple days ago that they're closing it all down in March of 2023 yep. so we have some time but also you won't be able to add money on the on those e-shops in May nope. of this year so right. that's kind of pretty close but one thing that They did a similar thing with the Wii Right. Well, I mean, yes. you, yeah. yeah. But the thing is and I think I mentioned it when they did that before if you have all of your uh if you have all your like um your your Nintendo IDs connected the if you put money on your Switch on Switch eShop, it'll show up in the Wii U and the 3DS. Oh, so, okay. So that's how you'll how you can continue to buy stuff after you can add money to it. So, yeah. But I uh, today I just most of the day took 
to prepare for this episode, I've just been like trying to go through both of the eShops as much as I can to just like find things that I think are important to get that people don't have and all that stuff. And I looked at my list and I'm like, well, I, I think I might have covered everything, but uh, I don't know. We could just kind of do like a quick like back and forth, like what uh, like what you think is important that, that people should maybe get um, with the closing of it. I think, I mean, 100% number one is uh, DSiWare, DSiWare games. Yeah, mm. those you'll never be able to get those again. So like, uh, yeah, number one, a uh, Plat- Planet Puzzle League, which I thought was a really good game. Like, uh, you know, mm. for uh, I know Jeremy, like for the Tetris mm. Attack fans and all Panel this. Pond. Yeah. Panel Day Pond. Yeah. Uh, Panel Day Planet Puzzle League was a really really good DSIware game. There's also a, a Dragon Quest Tactics game called Dragon Ooh. Quest Wars, which is on there, and that one oh. I think you should definitely oh. get before it goes away because that was a really cool find. That I found, and there's also like those um, those art style games that were on like uh, the art the, style games are cool. They were on Game Boy yeah. Advance in Japan, and then like Wii later. Like I I love the shit out of uh, the the uh, Orbient, the one with the with the moons and all that on the Wii. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that good. one's on. I, the Wii, I love yeah. that game so much. But it's there's got a, bit a, of a Katamari feel in a more two D way. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you had to eat other like yeah, and the soundtrack was so. Well, I like I like adaptive sound where like the sound changes like with what you do and like. It, I think my my indie episode that I did for WRT Radio was like I I think the final song was like the song from Orbient when you had all the moons following you and all that uh, when all of it had changed uh, and yeah I just I, I loved it so much but there's there's like what is Aquias and uh, and Picto something is on there yeah Picto bits yeah Picto bits is is on DSiWare as well not to mention like um there's uh, there's like the uh, Brain Age Sudoku you can also buy like all of the individual Game and Watch games that were on the original Game and Watch you can buy all those like piecemeal same thing with like uh, Clubhouse games which I didn't know about that there's Clubhouse Games Express on the DSiWare oh, yeah, yeah, where you can yeah, buy yeah. like each of the games that are in that were in the like DS uh, Clubhouse and all that and uh and fucking Electroplankton like piecemeal stuff in there as well like different things that you can play like i was surprised by all the shit right, that was in there that's right yeah they broke it down to dsiware yeah, yeah. so um, i I, w- I was just trying to i was just trying to go through all the D- i like just search dsiware and find all the things in there there were oh yeah and there's like a there's a house game you remember the show house with the doctor and all that <laughs> <laughs> there, there's like eight episodes of a house game on dsiware and i'm like what wow. the fuck and and there there was a Chuck E. Cheese game that's like the arcade games from Chuck E. Cheese that you get like tickets from and all that. And I almost bought that one, even though it was like eight dollars. I'm like, I don't know if I can justify paying eight dollars for this, but I kind of want to play it because it has like virtual whack a mole that you can do with like the touchscreen and all that. And yeah, it, it was. Can um, you download like a tour of the Louvre on the DS? <laughs> I, oh yeah, something like I <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that was never actually purchasable. I think like. I think you could do that at the Louvre, like at, at some point. I, I yeah. was, I was at the Louvre. I should have done that. Yeah, I know. Um, I was, I was there. I was hundred percent there. On, I mean, I didn't bring my 3ds with me, but I, but I was there. Did you were at the DSI Louvre? Wait, that recently that you had a 3ds? In Abu Dhabi, yeah. I was at the Louvre last year in Abu oh, Dhabi. Oh, yeah. that Louvre. That was that was our last. That was our last day with the Louvre. Uh, on DSI, where if you're interested in the WarioWare franchise, there's this game called WarioWare Snapped. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that one that, too. That that uses the 3DS camera for you know like it, uh, it has you interact with the camera in various ways for for like different sets of micro games. Um, I don't remember it being very good compared to other WarioWare games, but <laughs> but if you know if you're interested in a WarioWare game that you won't be able to play mm-hmm. uh, after a year, um, then I think that's that's worth checking out as a piece of WarioWare history. I am out. 
I, I did I did buy some things today because I was planning I was actually planning on buying a bunch of DS games on Wii U just because the mm. fact that DS games are on Wii U still blows my mind. And yeah. I think it's fucking <laughs> awesome because it I works don't, really well. Because I don't think you're ever gonna be able to play DS games on a TV. Like hopefully right. hopefully I'm speaking like this ever, into yeah, existence yeah. and it's gonna happen for the Switch or something, but yeah. but I just can't believe that you can that that's like my ultimate dream is like and, and I've said this a bunch of times on the show, but like having handhelds be available on the TV and the and the and handheld, which the switch was, but mm-hmm. I feel like the Wii U a would switch Chromecast. The Wii U would have done better <laughs> if the Wii U would have like added a little slot on the bottom where you could just put your three DS games in there and you could play like the like the <laughs> remake of Dragon Quest Seven and Eight on the TV and all that. Oh, I'd be like, ah, I and I could stream that. it. Like I would like, yeah. 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 <laughs> But but I ended I ended That's, up buying a I ended up buying True Squ- True Swing Golf Express on DSiWare <laughs> because I really like True Swing Golf on a, on DS, and I also bought uh what was it um I also bought the Game Boy the regular Game Boy game which I've been wanting to buy for a long time, I bought Revenge of the Gator which was a which is oh, a pin, which is a pinball a game for the racing. original Game oh, Boy no, it's yeah yeah yeah. Mole Mania, if you don't have it, get Mole, Mole Mania. Mania. That's another one that's on there. But yeah, yeah. Th- that's what's great about well, and also I think I put on the notes, but uh Game Gear games. There's some really good Game Gear games on there as well on the three DS. Yeah. yeah. And Sonic Two. Yep. Well, there's another uh, was it Defender of the Oasis, which I've talked about how like how much I love Beyond Oasis and Legend of Oasis and all that. But there's like Defender of the Oasis also, which is another which is an RPG that apparently is really good that was only on Game Gear. So I'll probably end up buying that too before the shop mm-hmm. closes. Because nice. how else am I going to get it? I don't got a Game Gear, you know. <laughs> right. One of my most played 3DS games was uh, was Minish Cap. Well, Minish Cap. Uh, so, oh, I mean, Minish yeah. Cap was a Game Boy Advance game. It actually wasn't on 3DS. Um, well, but it was though. Uh, if you were, if, if you, you were, were the ambassador. Oh, oh, wait. Oh no, no. Yeah, no. You're right. No, I forgot. You were yeah. the ambassador. Yeah. No, I I didn't That's see right. it. You saw what I never saw. Yeah. You can, right, you so can if also... you are a 3DS ambassador who somehow has never in 10 years downloaded your games, mm-hmm. download them now. <laughs> if you yeah, right. aren't a 3DS ambassador, but you have a Wii U, it's also on the Wii U Virtual Console. Yeah, I was talking I was talking to, to Jess about it and, and asked them what, uh, what, what they want, if there was anything they wanted from Wii U. And they were like, uh, Minish Cap. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, I already got it for you. It's already on there. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, was already, it was already there. But uh, w- what sucks is, um, I don't know if, if, if any of you have this problem, but my Wii U has the hardest time getting on the internet. Like, mm. I, like I've, I've been, I was, I've been trying all fucking day to get on the, get on the Wii U eShop. And I, I got, haven't been able to get it on the internet. Yeah. Thankfully, I was the on there. I, I was able to get on there for long enough to look at all the DS games and all the Game Boy Advance games that were on there to do notes for this. But wow. as far as buying stuff, like I've tried to buy games like three or four times, and it died when I was like going through the the credit card stuff. Oh yeah, hope, hopefully I don't have that problem. Yeah, I, I guess so like I, the, I the on there. I guess like the network cards or something burn out. I don't know. I was trying to go through. I was found myself in Reddit again on that, like trying oh, to figure out like what's, Could you what buy the fuck's the happening with it. Cards well or like. Yeah, Daniel was saying just buy the I'm having buy the I'm having a the eShop and then transfer it. I was saying I'm having a hard time even getting into the eShop on the Wii U. Like that's the problem. Well, I haven't like, been able to get it connected to the internet. I can't even ac- access it, so that's what sucks. And it, and I'm only yeah. like the internet is very intermittent. It's like in and out, and 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 I get I can get on the eShop on my 3ds like no problem, but the Wii U it yeah. just won't. So you think it's a problem with your system, not with everybody's 
slam the shop to try and download games. Well, I mean, I did get that a couple times also that it said that the, the shop was too busy and they wouldn't let me in. But huh. but but at the same time, but 3DS, I get in the 3DS eShop no problem. Like in a couple seconds, I'm in there. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, I wouldn't it, be I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if like their 3DS eShop server is like okay, this can support. Like, you know, this many tens of thousands of people. And then the Wii U eShop is like, this can support 50 people because (laughs) that's how many people are going to use their Wii U. Right. Well, I mean, I I was trying to find like stuff online as to why the internet wasn't working on the Wii U. And there's like so many articles written about it, like the week that it launched, like in 2012. Uh And I'm (laughs) like, oh, right. It didn't work at the very beginning. (laughs) And now it's. Well, there is this gigantic download you had to. To, to have to like uh, even get it to work in the first place and people couldn't get it because it was so huge like it, it took days to download for some people with their well, I just I mean for me it worked really great for the first like few years and I think like the past like two or three years like it's it has worked worse and worse and worse like when I've tried to buy stuff for my Wii U it's 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 kind of like a you know it's very there's a small chance of it actually getting online and actually connecting and all that so well, I get a lot of error messages for my uh, har- my uh, flash drive I have on it. Oh, I don't have any problems with that, but I, I was able to buy Spirit Tracks. That's the only thing I could buy <laughs> out oh, of the nice. DS stuff, which I know wow. you don't like that game, but I did. But I did want to play it because I didn't have it on DS. Yeah, yeah it sucks. <laughs> I I don't think I'm going to like that game, but I should probably pick it up. That's going to be the easiest way for me to play that. Sure. The, no, I just love I just love the the DS the DS games on the TV. Like that was uh yeah, like yeah. like I wanted to I I wanted to get Mario Kart, Mario sixty four DS, which I have that on the on the system, but I don't have it on the TV. Uh, my Metroid Prime Hunters, I want to play that on the TV because, like I said before, Ooh, I like weird yeah. first person shooters. Sure. Uh, Star Fox Command is like I already own it, but it's one of my favorite Star Fox games. So if anybody oh God, never played that, I didn't know yeah. Hunters was on the eShop. Trey's like the only. person person i know besides me that likes star fox command oh nice uh, you have people that don't well you know star fox command with star fox 2 it's yeah, the same yeah. thing it's the same idea of the way it plays and all that when i heard about is an assault yeah. similar no no nah, I, not really no the, no that well when i first heard about star fox 2 coming to like the, the the super nintendo classic and all that i was like that's star fox command I love that game. No, I went and I got all the endings. Like I had so much fucking fun with that. Me game. too. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I love how like awful the endings are. You know, like I love how corny they are. My favorite like, one actually, is when they yeah. they they combined F Zero and Star Fox into the same. That's... They became the same universe. <laughs> yeah. What the thing? The thing I loved about that is that like <laughs> the the reason the the conceit of that ending is. Crystal dumps Fox and he goes on and he goes on a bender. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he, he drowns his sorrows like at a bar and Falco's like, Hey man, I know what'll cheer you up. We will become professional space racers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they and then they join the F Zero universe. Yeah, I, I love that. I want. I mean, we're never going to get enough F Zero game, but if they ever did, yeah. I want. I want that storyline to be. I mean, can, that's can been a that? crossover yeah. like rumor for so long. Yeah, F uh, Star Fox Grand Prix or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm a little sad that that either ended up not being real or or canned or or del- or you know, development hell or whatever. Bandai is still working on it. But, but, but what's, <laughs> what's really cool about the, the Wii U eShop, if you can actually get it to work, is there's a, there's a lot of games on there that are actually really expensive to buy, like in real life, that you can get much yeah. cheaper through the Wii U eShop. I think one of the major ones that I have on here, uh, what is it? Um, Metroid Prime Trilogy? 
a Metroid Prime trilogy, yeah, for twenty dollars, yeah. like that in yeah. itself is a a main yeah. thing. I, I don't believe that it's coming to Switch, even though people keep saying that it is. But uh, I I think we'll I think we'll get it. Maybe maybe um, eventually, but yeah. uh, but it won't control things. as well as this version with the probably not. No, yeah, pro- maybe not. Yeah, another a, a big deal before it was on 3ds, but was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Wii as it was on yes. there. That was yeah. actually one I was gonna buy. I was planning on buying before Definitive Edition came out. Now that one's out, I don't need to buy. It yeah, anymore, but, uh, kind of obsolete now. Yeah, but uh, uh, one that I, Tower. Well, I was gonna say one that I love that's really really weird. Uh, Pandora's Tower. Like that was one of those Ooh. like uh, Operation Rainfall games that like came out in other countries but didn't mm-hmm. come out here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you should get it on there because I guarantee you will not be able to find it physical for less than twenty dollars, <laughs> and it's twenty dollars on there. there. Yeah, there was like a Kirby game that I got on there that was that I knew that it was way more expensive to get it physical than to get it on there. Not to mention mm-hmm. like Xenoblade Chronicles X and Splatoon One and like Doctor Luigi. Uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo Land, that was like another one that will never get ported because you can't play it on other things. Yeah. Um, the Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem games, or well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the Fire Emblems on there. Uh, was it a uh, NES? Was it NES Remix One and Two? Like those games are really, really good, and yeah. those were uh, those were DLC only on Wii U. I think they were. Oh yeah, I think they were packaged. Uh, you got both of them on 3DS. You could buy them as a cartridge. Yes. But yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's one that's like really, really, really good. Not to mention um, like. Rhythm Heaven Fever, uh, Trauma Team, Zack and Wiki, like Excite Bots, yeah. was can, all the stuff can you, you get, could get can on you Wii get U. Tra- can you get Trauma Team on the Wii U eShop? Really? On the Wii U, yeah, you get the Wii game of Trauma Team, yeah, uh, for twenty dollars. Can you download yeah. Zack and Wiki? Yes, you can for twenty dollars. Wow. I think I remember that now. I found. I actually it. bought that. I found it today. Yeah. Not long <laughs> before it became more expensive to buy it, which I don't think it's one of those like super expensive games. I'm not sure how much it is as far. Up. Let's uh, see. I'm not sure. I how, found it yeah. for like 20 bucks complete in box like a couple years yeah. ago. I'm not sure how much it is as far as like um, yeah. physical goes, but it's a great game. I still ha- I still have it on Wii and it was it's hard. I, it, it's hard, but it's I beat good. it. I played all the way through. I, I love love the I've never beaten it. I got pretty far. You and, let me borrow it. Actually. And there was one. Uh, there was a Game Boy Advance game that I found on there that reminded me of John. But uh, uh, Pocky and Rocky with Becky, the Game Boy Advance <laughs> game, is on, oh, yeah. is on Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> You can buy it with on Wii Becky. U. Where the hell is he? The with Becky one, yeah. And like yeah. Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, like those games are on there. Uh Konami Crazy Racers is an awesome like hidden gem game where you can mm-hmm. like you can race as like the fucking ship from Gauntlet and like all this other weird shit in there. Or not Gauntlet, uh Gradius. But uh yeah, mm-hmm. it's oh yeah, and the characters from uh, Mystical Ninja are in there and like uh Castlevania and uh it's great. It's it's a good like Mario Kart that's like all Konami stuff. Price charting has Zach and Wiki for $11. Oh, okay. Huh. But if you want to get it digitally and right now, you can get it on there. I I think Final Fantasy Tactics Advance is kind of expensive to get a physical of now. Oh, that, is. that is on that is on Wii U as well. Yeah. yeah I, and, I found and that's, that. And yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and that was the that first for... Square game on Nintendo in like years. Like well, after, like, yeah, after the, the 64, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, like you can get that on the eShop for like, Eight bucks? You can get that for like eight bucks on the Wii U eShop. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's cheap. I think it's, it's seven ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mega Man Battle Network games. Oh yeah, they're um, all on there too. Yeah, it's uh somebody's selling it. I'm saying eBay. It's selling it for like fifty dollars or so, but you can get it okay. for much cheap. I mean, it's still cheaper. Yeah, you know? yeah. Save save forty two bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Not to mention like one of the greatest games of all time from uh from a uh, 
was it? Uh, I, I don't know. We I know we just talked about him. The guys who made Pokemon, but uh, <laughs> one of the greatest games from Pokemon from that Game is Freak. from yeah, Game Freak, no. uh, Pocket Card Jockey. Pocket Card Jockey. I was gonna is mention absolute, Pocket Card Jockey. Everybody needs to buy that. It's, it's like yes. it's, all, it's only like eight dollars too, or something, right? It's not wow. even it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cheap. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, and it's I was so waiting good. for us to get back to 3ds stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I played it's, I played so much of that game. So. That that game like disappearing into the ether after March 2023. That's like that's one of the greatest injustices of this whole thing because yeah. uh yeah, it's it's just such an incredible hidden gem um and the fact that there will be no like real way to play it after this. That's that's wild. It's it's such it's an experience that I feel like everyone should have access to. I was going to say that like, you know, I I I've really been enjoying here hearing you guys kind of wax nostalgic about these games as we're trying to sort out like what you should buy or or not before these online stores close down. It is a major bummer that like, you know, like video games are such a nascent art form compared to other art forms. And like people are preserving, you know, visual art in museums the library of congress is preserving uh culturally significant movies libraries are preserving books video games are like so new that we don't have a kind of codified means of preserving these kinds of games that are just going to be gone you know like and will either be prohibitively difficult or impossible for 99% of the world population to buy. Like I Googled video game preservation while you guys were talking and the link after the Wikipedia article on video game preservation is an article about how the ESA is deliberately making it difficult for research libraries to preserve video games because it cuts into the industry bottom line. That sucks. You know, yeah. like, I don't know what the solution is, but it really bums me out. And, and maybe uh, a solution would be like a library of Congress for <laughs> video games, you know, right. or like, or I don't know. Do they even accept video games into the library of Congress? You know, they have movies and I think they do. I mean, they should. Music and, I mean, it's obviously yeah. a fucking art form. Like, it's especially if they're American time. games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, mean, um, I do. There is a video game history preservation, like nonprofit and. I know just because some people I've followed on social media or whatever. Oh, they've been on Retronauts also, I think. Right. A lot of what they do is like actual, like, you know, physical magazines. That's a big thing they're doing with like they're digitizing all these old issues. So in a way they are kind of keeping it. That's not the code. I know that's not quite the same thing because you can't access it. You know, like you can get on, I think I can't remember the site, but there are games available that you can play like in flash that weren't right. flash, but I can't remember what that site is now. That was a few years ago, but there are ways like they've bridged that gap, but yeah, no one's going to yeah, be, like, be playing I'm, like the strong, bad games from the Wii, you know, here. Like, <laughs> those <laughs> games are good. And yeah, like, I mean, I'm, 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 like those I'm, games. I'm not trying to say that like nobody is, is working toward video game preservation. Obviously, you know, like uh, there, there mm-hmm. are very passionate people who are trying to work toward uh, a, 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 a sort of a standard for video game preservation. But yeah, in the meantime, it's just like, well, uh, you know, I'll never be able to play this game again for the rest of my life because I didn't buy it <laughs> while I had the opportunity mm-hmm. to. Yeah, uh, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. And it's also like, uh, I agree. 
you know, like how long will your SD cards last for or whatever, mm-hmm. like stuff that sure. you already bought. And yeah, that, yeah, like uh, even if you own yeah. it physically, stuff degrades over time. You yeah. know, that's what kind of yeah. that's what kind of freaks me out about it. It's like I, yes. I have pocket pocket card jockey. I bought it when it came out, but it's like. How long is my micro SD card going to last that's in the 3DS? And what if yeah. it just, maybe I want to play it out out of nowhere and I can't play it because it's not working, right? You know, like mm-hmm. that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what if you'll no longer be able to re download it from the store at a certain point? Right. Because like, that will stay active after March 2023 for a while. But the while is like indeter- it's indeterminate. Yeah. We don't know how yeah. long that'll be. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. worry, guys. Somebody is going to sell all these codes for the old games as nfts it'll, it'll all be good Shit. <laughs> well I, was, I mean on the same line on the same line of that you know you're going to see somebody hey, selling you can 3d print your own cartridge once you own the nft of it <laughs> i mean well but I, but, ser- but seriously you are gonna you're gonna see people selling we use with or we, we use with like you know nas nas Flappy remix Bird, one yeah. and two on it or whatever on there right. that you can't get anywhere else yep. for like thousands of dollars and all that and it, it's gonna happen it's true you're gonna see 3ds's with pocket card jockey on there when you can't get it that it, people are gonna right. sell for however amount of th- amount of money you know wanda and, I need uh, to tell you about a horse racing NFT. I just <laughs> <laughs> and Rusty's real, be- real, real deal baseball. What a fucking weird ass game! Real baseball, but it's so fucking weird that it does. It needs to be mentioned. I mean, it's gonna die. It's gone forever. Rusty's finally fading into oblivion. You thought he wasn't going to. <laughs> I thought you were the real deal, man. <laughs> i have to mention real deal just because that was such a weird gaming experience for it's, me it's so weird i i need to i need to finish you haggle for that. the actual price of the game yeah you yeah. haggle and you could pay if you didn't know how to do it and just paid whatever the money you could end up spending like a hundred extra dollars if you didn't actually <laughs> haggle it like it's it was so I, weird so, yeah, just someone, cal- someone calculated yeah. it someone calculated it. if you don't haggle with rusty uh, the games cost a total of $48 or something. Oh, I thought it was more than that. I thought he was offering you like $20 per like thing at the very beginning. No, I, I think uh, I I think the most he, he tries to sell you a game for is like 10 bucks or something, or like 12 12 to $14. Still, it was a weird-ass game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can also uh, download that first-person shooter Steel Diver game that came out for a oh, second, yeah, where they tried to yeah, do the... Diver. They they where they where they tried to do like a first person uh, multiplayer steel diver thing, which was a launch title, right? Yeah, well, well, the original there. steel diver was, but they released another free to play one that was supposed yeah. to have online multiplayer, which was like a really slow first person shooter. So, where was the four swords thing that was free? Was oh that yeah, a- that was that was DSIware. Also, I actually had it. I had yeah, to delete yeah. it. I had to delete it because I bought because I bought the True Swing Golf Express. Because what <laughs> I found out is the only way you can download DSiWare games is for whatever you save them directly to the system. Yeah, you save right? them to the system. Mm. So even though I have like fifty thousand oh. notes on my SD card, that doesn't matter. I can only have like ten DSiWare games on there at once. Right, so, right. So that Man. blows. Yeah, can you <laughs> yeah, move it to your? Super blows. Can you move it to your uh, a DSi with a adapter and then it'll work? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I mean, I, I probably not. Well, I guess I did. I mean, I transferred it because it was from my other 3ds to the to the X to the new 3ds. But whatever. I don't know. There's a bunch of shit on there. Like like I said, there's 
bunch of Game Boy Advance games on the Wii U, and I don't know. I'm I, I'm sure I'm going to end up buying a bunch of stuff, and then maybe it'll eventually show up on the Switch. But who knows? You know, I don't want to lose access to a lot of these games. Like I said, especially the Nintendo DS stuff, because I don't think we're really going to see that. And not to mention how many fucking great 3DS Shin Megami Tensei games are on there, which there True. are a lot of. Yeah. Like uh, um, like four and and uh, four Apocalypse and Strange yeah. Journey and mm. like a. I mean, there, there's there's a bunch of them. I'm really glad I got Apocalypse in that sale that happened like around Christmas time. I did the same because, thing, yeah. I yeah, because I, got it I don't. Cheap, yeah. I got it for like eight dollars. Because <laughs> I don't think those games are going on sale ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. I wanted to say the Shin Megami Tensei stuff. Like those, those are really, yeah. really good. And there's a lot of them on on the, on yes. the 3ds. Oh yeah, tons, tons. When it comes down to like a Zelda machine, you don't have anything quite like the 3ds. Like, yeah. As far as owning the console itself and downloading stuff, like you could buy the physical versions of all these things. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I guess you couldn't download. You couldn't get Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Like you can get them on the 3ds. Well, the 3ds is the only one you can get them on. Yeah, yeah. Like I think the 3ds and the Wii U together, like is is the best way to like get every zelda game up to that point right because even breath of the wild technically you could play on the yeah wii. yeah well, breath of the wild yeah you can get digitally and well play the disc of it on wii u and yeah. well yeah and of course like a wind waker hd and twilight princess hd like mm-hmm. yeah and yep. mario galaxy yeah. 2 a uh, super mario galaxy 2 you yep. can only play on the wii u of course <laughs> you know? the yeah. ds zelda games and then yeah all the Nintendo and Super Nintendo are. And uh, two main ones for me, which were only digitally released, like WarioWare Gold and uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, the ones that had all of the games on it. Like he, There was no physical versions of those. So War- WarioWare Gold had a had a physical version, right? Did yes. it? I, no. I don't think it did. I thought it released not. only digital. I thought they both did. I, I think Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix was digital only. I think you're right about that. Um did uh did anybody do the uh 3DS and Wii U memories? Did, did you I couldn't remember my Nintendo account, unfortunately. I can re- remember my password rather. Oh. I mean well I mean you have to well I guess they haven't asked you recently about about how to get it on uh on, on the regular Switch Switch eShop, but it's it's the same thing. And no, I didn't do that because well I sold my three DS long before uh, before you could connect them. Before you could connect mm-hmm. them and yeah, and I just uh, got my Wii U what what last year year and a half ago maybe so that yeah, yeah, where we're gold did get a physical release no you're right i, I just looked it up yeah. I, I thought for some reason i thought it was digital only i guess i guess that's what i got it but but rhythm heaven was right mega mix was um i i think that was digital only i think it was i, I haven't double checked but i think so from what i was reading i think uh, i think fire emblem fates revelation was only was only digital as well like the third version of the fates games oh, Ex- okay. except in like a 200 dollar special edition release of fire emblem <laughs> fates yeah yeah like um like yeah the Re- revelations is for the vast majority only available digitally and uh the the special edition is so expensive to get like the yeah, there is a very rare way. Oh, to you have to get. get uh, oh, yeah, to get the deluxe that has all of them in there, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a very rare way to get Revelations physically, but it's so expensive now, and it was expensive back then too. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I I did do the uh, the 3ds and Wii U memories thing. Um, my most played 3ds game was technically Ace Attorney. Uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies because that game was only available digitally. So I I played that, right? And that was like a 25-hour game. And then Sean 
instead of buying his own <laughs> copy, borrowed my 3DS and played it on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you got the... And, oh, then, okay. and then our other roommate did the exact same thing. <laughs> so, like, so I, I have, like, 80 hours in, in <laughs> Phoenix Wright Dual Destinies. Nice. Um, yeah. That was, like, the uh, same thing. With yeah, triple Dual yeah. Destinies. Yeah, I did. I tripled it. That was, like, Jess, Jess and I both playing Mario Mario Maker 2. Like, that was ended oh. up being our number two most played. Mine is actually pretty predictable for my 3DS most played games. Mm. Number one, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, surprise, surprise. Number two, Dragon Quest Seven, which I ah, played all the way through. Yeah. And number three, Dragon Quest Eight. So it was two Dragon Quest games. Oh, nice. And, and Animal Crossing, so that doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> and it says that, was it said that I played... Uh, Almost fourteen hundred hours, thirteen ninety nine hours, and I played one hundred eighty six games on my on my three DS. Nice. I played something like cool. nine hundred hours on my on my three DS. Yeah, and it was pretty close between the two of them. But yeah, what were you saying? Oh my my Wii U top three was uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, uh, nice. hash yeah Sharp Fe in first place, then Super Smash Bros four in second place, and I think third place was Hyrule Warriors. Nice. Uh, yeah. My my Wii U my Wii U memories suck because it's all it's because there's no games none <laughs> I, of them are games I, I saw that <laughs> I saw so, that on yeah I was so pissed because my number one most played game is Netflix <laughs> and my number two most played game is YouTube and my number three most played game is Hulu fuck you Holy like shit. come on <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was talking to Jess and and we were like. Uh, yeah, I guess we did use that as like our media machine, like at the time. Like we did watch all of our stuff through the Wii U, like when we first started dating. So yeah, that makes sense. But that, but you should cut that out. Like cut out the video shit. Yeah. Like I want to see yeah. like what my actual most played games are. Like I figured it would be Xenoblade Chronicles X because I put over two hundred hours into that. But I tur- but I put eight hundred hours into Netflix. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> it's like what the fuck, you know. <laughs> I got I did find mine. I, I was able to do it on my PC. So on three DS I've done two hundred and thirty one hours. Hundred and twelve titles. That doesn't feel right as far as the hours I put in. But yeah. Number one's Netflix. It's <laughs> like I don't even remember on using 3DS? Netflix on my three wow. DS. Yeah. <laughs> And then number two is uh, Link Between Worlds, and number three is Pokemon Blue version. So I guess I have played. Uh, oh, I played go. Pokemon Blue for twenty four hours. I must have just given up on it. I I think I did Netflix on the 3ds like once. I was like, I just want to feel the novelty of like watching an episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender <laughs> while I'm pooping, <laughs> and 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 like that that was great. I had a great time, and but that you know. But I, I prefer the TV experience. I think I think actually watched a lot of Netflix on my 3DS. I think that probably would have been number one as well. I think I'm looking at my Wii U now too. It's yeah, Netflix is by far number one, and then YouTube's number two, and then uh-huh. Xenoblade. Xenoblade's number three at 106 hours. Oh, there you nice. go. So you got right. Xenoblade Chronicles in there at least. I was just, I was just yeah. so sad that it was like I was like, did I really watch Netflix that much on Wii U? And I was like, I, I guess we did. We, we used it a lot. Like I like yeah. even when I wasn't at home, my partner at the time would use the Wii U to watch Netflix. Yeah. So I said that just kind of kind of made me sad. I was like, uh. but yeah. Um, is anybody else anything else you want to say about uh what's digitally? I, I know this this one is physical, but Sonic Sonic in the Lost World or Sonic Lost World. I thought that game was oh. great on Wii U. Mm-hmm. You can buy it for like twenty bucks, something like yeah. that regularly. I, I really enjoyed I, playing it when I was having a. When I was like being happy about Sonic before I actually saw the movie and <laughs> thought it was a cool thing, but 
At least that's not an exclusive anymore. Like uh, you won't lose access to that. Is it? Is it not? Is it on Steam now? Get on Steam. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like you know. Like yeah. Like yeah. Because I thought it was like because Nintendo produced it or something like that. Um, My one and only Wii U download. Yeah. My one and only Wii U download was was Ducktales remastered. Woo! Oh yeah, because that one got that one got delisted too, and yeah, we got it. Yeah, well, it went on it went on extreme sale before it got delisted. It was like two dollars or something, so I bought that up damn i think i missed that yeah it's funny because like in the corner it shows you like what the different genres are that you played and it has like other it's like other youtube and pinball and it's like it's like action adventure uh sonic lost worlds and uh and ducktales and it's like also (laughs) adventure sonic lost worlds and ducktales it like makes it look like that's the only thing i played was youtube uh (laughs) sonic lost worlds and ducktales like what the fuck yeah i the the main memory i have on ducktales is just like the scrooge mcduck's original voice actor reprised his role mm-hmm. uh, and it's like the it's like the last time he did that before he passed and he just wow. like yeah uh it, it's it's really cool that that happened but he also sounds so sounds so old. incredibly old sounds very oh, tired. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah 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 he, he doesn't the guy have who, the energy to dive from... in the money yeah <laughs> 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 he was the guy from Mr. Ed, like that show that was on, like in oh, the fifties really? and stuff. Whoa, yeah, same guy. Wow. Which guy? The voice the... He, he was he was the the owner of Mr. Ed on the show. Wilbur? Oh wow. Yep, he was Wilbur. Yep. Oh my god, hey, Wilbur. I had same no dude. idea. Wow. Yep. So yeah, he was old. Be a duck I think that 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 guy from <laughs> the Nick at Night reruns was also Scrooge McDuck in a, what was this game released twenty fifteen or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, he was pretty old. Back yeah. then, he was just doing that with his royalties from Mr. Ed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, uh, I think I think we should. Speaking of old, uh, I feel like I've gotten older from recording this episode. But uh, <laughs> this is uh, no, I, I don't mean that. But no, this is we we've gone very long. But we normally do yeah. with both with both of you on here. But I very Sorry. much loved. No, I loved having both of you on here because, like I said, I was it had been too long, and I really felt like we should you should come back and talk to us and thank you so much for being on the show of course thank Thank you for thank you for for having us us. we really appreciate it yeah we'd we'd love to be back in the future it's it's yeah we want to hear what you're doing next like let us know oh yeah yeah we can we can always uh you know promote that in the future and all that we would love to okay all right cool yeah we'll we'll keep you updated but in but in the meantime you know you can still check out all of the smashing theory stuff uh where where should where should you uh, where do you want the people who are listening direct them to where they can find all of your stuff? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so a smashing theory on Twitter is still a great place to follow us. Uh, when we do come up with whatever our next podcast project is, we will we will tweet that out and like redirect yeah uh, everyone to whatever our new social media will be. Um, and uh, and if you want to just experience Sean and I's dynamic in other ways. Uh, we do stream together sometimes on twitch.tv slash Thoraz Z-T-H-O-R-E-S-Z. Uh, I should also say that uh, I'm always amazed by the number of people who are like, when they would write into our podcast toward the end of its run, they would say like, yeah, I discovered your podcast. And then I went back and I listened to all the old episodes <laughs> in spite of the fact that they're incredibly out of date and you made predictions that have or have not come to pass since then. Um, yeah. so apparently that's a good time if anybody who's listening feels like doing that <laughs> yeah uh yeah the smashing theory is still available on pretty much every like podcast thing you know it's it's on yeah. apple Podcasts. it's on spotify uh is is google podcast still a thing 
I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was on there when it existed, and I don't see why it would stop if it still <laughs> yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah, and I know we're on there too, and I know I specifically. I'll, I'll put a link on my Friendster. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> put it on myspace yeah ch- check out the yeah. uh smashing theory myspace yeah yeah d- download it onto your zoom <laughs> yeah we, we added uh we added many html uh gifs of uh you know yeah i love the customization that shows you can. right yeah exactly yeah just yeah just you all know that if we were podcasting in myspace we could actually like make money off of this by now there'd be a clip of ourselves like looped right yeah, exactly. a song yeah. in the background no, I mean, if we were, doing, but seriously, if we were doing that long ago, we would have been like on the cusp of podcasting, and it would have—that's true. It yeah. would have been so little of it that people would have had to listen to us because there's nothing else to listen to. Miss the zeitgeist. Yeah, so I mean, that's what I always think of. Is I was like, man, I should have podcasted earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I did. I had an internet radio show, so I mean, that was oh, that, that was, was a thing cool. before podcasting ever existed. Yeah. But yeah, just you, whatever you, is going to be popular in fifteen years, start yeah. doing it now. It's, it's yes. easy. I'm thinking yeah, exactly. That. Just predict the Trey, future. Trey That's why I have, if you guys serve NFTs, <laughs> <laughs> Trey podcasted before it was cool, and then he podcasted after it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely doing it way past it's cool. I'm sure. Drink I'm sure lukewarm would, coffee. I'm sure anybody who's listening who's listening to this still would say the same thing. It was cool for the first hour, but now we're in the fourth, so we need to get <laughs> But uh, yeah, but thank you so much for being on here. Uh, if you want to check course. out more, if you want to check out more Nintendo Main stuff, uh, go to uh, patreoncom slash Podcast. And uh, you have a Patreon as well, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about our Patreon. Um, <laughs> patreoncom slash Group. Uh, every month we do an exclusive podcast on there called Beep Boop Soup, where we uh, we take patrons' uh, ingredients, like questions that they send us. Uh, we answer those questions and then we mix all of our answers into a soup at the end, like by coming up with like a weird story or like a funny concept that like combines all those answers together. Um, and not not a soup you eat, a, a, a mind soup, if you yeah, will. Yeah, soup for <laughs> years. A mind you, a, a, a really soup you dumb. experience. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always like it's it's terrible. Like the result is always <laughs> terrible, but like we have a good time. Yeah, it's a surprisingly fun thing to put together. Um and uh, we also like put bonus content on there and stuff. And uh, and yeah, there's there's lots of cool exclusive content. You know, the Patreon itself gets updated like you know basically once a month right now. But uh, but there's a there's a big backlog of content. If uh, if you thought me and Sean were funny here, there's a lot of us <laughs> being funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean some some of your uh, Patreon stuff was kind of an inspiration for our patreon stuff as well like oh because well, i i well wow. i mean i you know i didn't know that it was look at what your friends are doing you know and try to pull yeah, from that, that type <laughs> sure, of thing. Sure. but i remember you saying like that you were posting like un- unedited episodes like as extra content and we kind of do the same thing with these videos cool. of us recording you can see that on the five dollar level completely unedited oh, and, nice. and we'll see whatever we cut and all that stuff so that oh, was yeah. definitely sorry to anybody who's watching this video and you've just been seeing my name <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I mean that I was saying I, that was totally inspired by what what both of you did. So I mean I cool. So yeah, it's it, like I said, it's uh, you know I always look at what other people are doing, and I was like, well, that's that's cool, and you know we're we're trailblazers, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to, same thing with us, like uh, patreoncom podcast. We have a bunch of extra stuff on there. We just we probably did one of our b- worst episodes, maybe our best episodes. Who knows? We just did an episode about, uh, it's at least number two about toilets and video <laughs> games because of, uh, <laughs> because of the, uh, falling. Cause it'll be, it'll come out on a two twenty two twenty two. 
probably uh, the date that has the most twos in it. Uh, we did a whole uh, toilet episode, so uh, for only a dollar, you can check that out for our February uh, expansion pack episode. So yeah, there's the fucking genius. <laughs> that was all John. John came up with that one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's our Patreon. He for wrote this the month. outline on toilet paper. It's great. <laughs> true. <laughs> not 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 to mention uh, the, on the five dollar level, you can hear uh, the WAT radio where I play all the music, all the intro and outro music that I do in all the episodes. You can listen to nice. that on there. All the video game music Me. as itself and all that. So check that out. And also uh, twitch.tv slash Podcast is our streaming thing. Uh, I think I streamed Arceus a little bit on there. I'm sure I'll stream another thing soon. YouTube.com slash Podcast. That's our YouTube as well. And uh, Twitter, uh, at Nintendo underscore domain, and at Stack for Jeremy. You can find us on there. I post a lot of Twitch, uh, a lot of Switch stuff on there. So if you want to see whatever I'm playing, I'll be posting 30-second captures and all that stuff on there. So you can check it out. But thank you, everybody, for listening to us for this long. And uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Rakowski. I'm John Nitter. And our special guests. Daniel Thorson. And Sean Francis. Uh, thank you so much for being on. And thank you, everybody, for listening to us. We will see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. couldn't even remember the name of the song i was like chocolate something yeah, yeah <laughs> chocolate rain chocolate rain guy yeah he's selling nfts now i heard yeah yeah it's a broke is, broke my fiance's heart is he really <laughs> i just made that up that was a joke i didn't actually i don't no, know he's what he's not. actually doing now <laughs> he is, <laughs> he he really is doing is nfts, NFTs. Yeah. wow he's doing nfts for real <laughs>